Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Week number 11 was full of good and bad. Tons of injuries on the board tonight to discuss. Tons of a lot of different things. Good, bad, ugly, uh, missteps. Um, we're going to break it all down, including that the end of that game right there. The Vikings trying to pull off a win. How important that might have been for them to rest maybe Justin Jefferson for another week. And what does that mean? Does that mean he's more likely to come back? Does that mean he's more likely to not come back? We'll talk about J.J. Uh, a surprise no play this week in Week 11 for a lot of people that were counting on him. Joe Burrow, Cooper Cup, Aaron Jones, Kenneth Walker, Devon Chan. Injuries galore. Tank Dell to the freaking moon. This man, we're selling law dog milk again. The milk is back on the shelves. The fantasy football show begins right now. Live from the fantasyfootballshow.com studios. It's the fantasy football show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a ton to talk about, a ton to discuss, a ton to digest. There's a lot of dust that needs to settle before we become overreacting Oscars. We need to discuss probably the injuries uh, to kick off everything because everyone's in full-blown panic mode. We've got a lot of guys we got to send to the moon, a lot of guys we got to send to Saturn. Okay, so there will be some positivity here on this live stream. Jalen Warren, I mean, come on, Jalen Warren. I mean, in all honesty, Tank Dell has been sitting on the moon for a while now, and, and, and some people have yet to acknowledge that he is an elite Potential wide receiver two, not just wide receiver three. Gibbs looking good, could have had two touchdowns, looked fantastic in this game. He was running down to about the one or two yard line and got tackled, but he was trying hard. I mean, he was pulling people. He almost drove, Powell drove the entire uh, line into the into the end zone on his shoulders and uh, stopped about a yard short. And then, of course, um, uh, that's when Monty came in and took over, scored a one-yard touchdown, celebrated. But, I mean, Gibbs would have had two tutties. Gibbs to the freaking moon. Vikings almost pulling off a, a, a comeback here. Josh Jobs doing his best, you know, comeback uh, impersonation here. He looked pretty good and threw two 
passes to Hawkinson, who kept dropping the football. Granted, they were contested, but Hawkinson, I blame for that that drive not being successful. But let's get to the injuries right now. Let's start off with Devon Achan because I think a lot of people are in panic, full-blown panic mode. But there is some good to this situation. Number one, um, Dolphins head coach Miami Mike McDaniel stated the trainers gave positive feedback on Devon Achan's knee status. Achan's knee... Uh, A-Chan's knee was landed on during the team's Week 11 game against the Raiders. So let me just stop everybody in their tracks before they come in and go, See, told you he'd get hurt again. He's too small. If you said that, you're telling everybody you don't know ball. Okay? You don't even know what happened. You didn't even watch it. You didn't even watch the game. Smitty, he's not. I think I see some. He's a third down back. You didn't even watch. Anybody saying that? I saw somebody say that. I don't even know who it was. I think his name might have been. I don't know. I'm not going to even look because I don't even want to be disappointed in anybody right now. I don't want to be disappointed in you right now. So I'm not going to come look for you. But if you're saying he's a third down back, he's he's absolutely not going to hold up. He had his knee landed on. It was the most freak situation coming off a knee injury. And he's going to make you feel silly. He's going to make you feel silly. Trone Forrest, don't disappoint me by throwing this garbage comment on screen, Trone. You just called yourself out and threw your receipt on screen, Trone. You know you're my boy. Why do you got to get it? Why do you got to do this, Trone? Right in the middle of a Devon H. Han rant. Um, here's the, the rest of the news. Okay, let me restart. Achan's knee was landed on during the team's Week 11 game against the Raiders. Achan was trying to return, but Mike McDaniel tried to return to the game after this injury. Tried to go back into the game. It was Mike McDaniel that said that he wanted to be uh, err on the side of caution, exercise caution, due to it being the same knee he hurt earlier. So it wasn't even the same. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas same injury it wasn't like it was that it just got his knee got landed on he probably felt a little sore probably a little hyperextension something and 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 then then and he wanted to go back in the game and mcdaniel said no so his practice status this week will indicate his health and on a semi-short week in week 12 leading up to friday's game against the jets uh you might be saying friday's game against the jets what in the hell are we talking about here there is uh there is a strange schedule this week, if you didn't know. I'll put this on screen later when we talk about it Thursday. Three Thursday games. Turkey Day games. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, these are going to be phenomenal games, by the way. These are great matchups. These are great games. I love this slate of games. Of course, I'll be live at some point. Probably before and after. What do I look like? A total a-hole? You think I'm going to leave you on Thanksgiving? Absolutely not. These are a great three slate of games. Um... 
Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets on Friday. And then you've got the Sunday slate of games and then the Chicago-Minnesota game on Monday night. So we'll go over that week 12 slate of games, no bye weeks. We'll do all that just a little bit. But I just want to say this on Devon Achan. Let people doubt him all they want. It's fine. Let them put the receipts out there. Um, let them say all the negative stuff they want. Let them continue to talk about his size. Let no offense anybody. Tron, I don't mean this toward you as a person. Okay, but let the uneducated comments about him being too small or being a scat back. He can't last in the NFL. Let those comments do whatever they want to do. Let him float out there into the ether. Let everybody do what they want to do. Let him put the receipt on screen. Let him do whatever kind of negative thing they want to do with their Devon Achan commentary. We are going to march forward. We're going to hope that he plays in week number 12. Uh, appreciate everybody being in here. Hit that thumb up button on the way in the door. But let the let the haters hate Devon Achan. The only person hate on Devon Achan is the person that doesn't own them. They're so happy that there's some sort of validation as to why they passed on Devon Achan. Let's just say Devon Achan was out for the year. It still doesn't matter. The freak injury that just happened had nothing to do with him being too small. It had nothing to do with him being too small. He should be okay. But what I love, what I love is that these people that are doubting him right now, they don't own him. There's a lot of Panic Peters who own him. That's different. The, hey, told you he's too small. That is Bob. That is the individual that botched his attempt to go get Devon Achan. Didn't listen to the show. Didn't listen to anybody. And they're so excited that they don't see this continuation of Devon Achan doing well. Because that would burn a lot. It would sting like soap. And they don't want any part of it. That's all it is. That is all it is. It's, it's, it's some form of, I wish I was not wrong. Let me hopefully see this thing play out in a way that will prove that I wasn't wrong and validate my initial concerns about avoiding A-Chan because I feel sick inside that I could have picked this guy up and I don't have him. That's what everybody's doing. Now, I don't know if he's going to play Week 12. We'll certainly have more information later, but it sounds like there's a very nice chance he could be ready to go and it was all precautionary and you could think of it like he he could have sat out one more game even it sucks he was in our lineups but it is what it is to attack of iloa oh he's so bad he's garbage smitty i i don't think he's gonna play well 28 39 325 two touchdowns an interception okay but he did have a nice little game and had he not gone out i think he would have had a, a third touchdown this was a a very strong performance from tua Good production, and I think Tua only progresses from here. A lot of people hating on Tua. Get ready for the the, the nice little uh, win streak that the Dolphins are going to go on, bro. They're going on a win streak. It's happening. They're doing it live. Tyreek Hill caught 10 of 11 targets for 146 and a touchdown. He got hurt. He got hurt. Walked off the field with a hand injury. Returned shortly after and started accumulating points in fantasy football production. So no worries here. I mean, we'll monitor what's being said during the week. I'm sure there could be something that pops up. But Tyreek Hill is a, a beast. And he's doing Tyreek Hill things. And he's going to continue to do so. And so that's great news. We thought we lost Tyreek Hill today as well. That would have been devastating. Devastating. Losing this man, Devon Achan, during the game. Maybe not for more than the one game. Was devastating enough. Losing Tyreek Hill felt like I got kicked in the nads super hard twice in a row. Uh, Mostert. 22 totes for 86 yards. If A-Chan does miss time, this man will step up and have...
probably 100 total yards a game and a touchdown. That's my guess. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. On Moster going forward. Um, let's see here. I, I just want to real quickly, because I'll probably forget, um, acknowledge that we lost Joe Burrow during this bloody Week number 11. They call this like Bloody Sunday, Bloody Week 11. It was an absolute uh, uh, bloodbath in week week 11. Joe Burrow kicked it off. I mean, losing Joe Burrow, that was hard. Andrews, losing Andrews and Joe Burrow in the same game. Then losing maybe Cooper Cup, we'll get to that. Losing Aaron Jones, we'll get to that. Kenneth Walker, we'll get to that. Hang tight. But it was a, it was a bloodbath. Bloody Sunday is what we're calling this. Bloody Week 11 is what we're going to call this moving forward. It was one of the most devastating injury-riddled weeks I've seen in a long, long time. And I'm trying to find status updates on some of these guys because as I'm live, things break. So I'm going to click on some stuff. Real, real quickly, I'll say that uh, uh, Matt LaFleur does, doesn't think Aaron Jones' knee injury is a long-term issue. But we don't know if that means like, okay, he's feeling good about it for... Uh, the the rest of the the season, but he might miss one or two or three. We don't even know. Like, what's that even mean? What's the definition of long term to him? Let me put that on screen here so we can get that out of the way. That is definitely a piece of news we've been kind of waiting to hear on. We're waiting on Cooper Cup's injury status as well. Um, this one's on Aaron Jones right here. Again, I'll I'll reread it for everybody in the back. Uh, Packers running back Aaron Jones knee reportedly avoided a long-term injury in week 11, according to Ian Rappaport, this coming from his coach. So that's that's fantastic news for those that have Aaron Jones. But again, we don't know if that still represents a one, two, three-week uh, amount of time missed. We don't know. Aaron Jones is an older player, and it's not crazy to think he could miss some time even with that sort of diagnosis. So get prepared for potentially more news on this. Uh, Cooper Cup... Uh, Done for the day is the last report we have on Cooper Cup. There's not a whole lot more on this situation. You know that I'm going to bring it to you the moment that that information becomes uh, uh, known. As soon as it's tweeted by Shefty Rappaport, dropped by ESPN, whatever the case may be, your boy will be on top of it as fast as I humanly possibly can. Here's the latest report on little Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup left the Week 11 game against the Seahawks with an ankle injury. We saw him hobble to the sideline. The problem I have with little Cooper Cup is he grabbed his head and and and, went, and not, not because he has a head injury, but because he was so distraught and in such pain, he was going like this on the sideline. like, And that's never a good look. Whenever a player ends up uh, putting their hand on their head, let's say, or they put a towel over their head, you know, they, they drape the towel over and they're on the cart, they're done for the year. 
the towel over the head, or on the sideline when a player punches the ground, or sometimes in less of a scenario, because there's different levels of like, oh, this hurts, you know, but I think I'll be right. He put his hands on his head, went to the, went to the, 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 uh, on the table, and just started going like this, you know, I can't believe this game. But this could have been just him saying in frustration to himself, like, I just got healthy. You know, even if it's one or two weeks, I just got healthy. And that's what it could have been. But if you walk, uh, uh, this this is another, uh, HN is done for good. Thank you. Let me just put this on screen for the receipt. I want the cat. Thank you. That was a good one, bro. There. Recorded. Um. I think that we'll, we'll just have to wait before we speculate too much on Cooper Cup. Before we speculate too much, we need to make sure we need to make sure we don't overreact here. Okay, so hang tight on that. Uh, appreciate all the super chats and all the questions coming in. I'm gonna try to get to every one of you in just a minute. Cooper Cup, hang tight. We'll have more news on that. I don't know if this is the same report here. Uh, left with a week 11 injury. Yeah, that's that. This guy right here. Oh no, let's get to the negatives first. We're gonna go to Walker, then we're gonna go to Aaron Jones. Kenneth Walker. Is doubtful to return. This was the report at the time of the injury. Uh, in the Seahawks Week 11 game against the Rams. Went down. Um, and it, it's tough to know what the oblique. What that's going to lead to. Is that going to be. It sounds like he could maybe miss some time. Is what we were we were seeing reported. And let me see if I can find that that report right now. I think I have it right here. And it said. Uh, this is I think a Ian Rappaport tweet. Let me, let me pull it up. I think it's right here, Pete Carroll. So this is one. Let me put this on screen. This doesn't sound like season ending, but it also doesn't sound like he's going to play like relatively soon or at least next game. This is the report from Ian, Ian Rappaport. Uh, Pete Carroll told reporters that Kenneth Walker suffered. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply an oblique strain that was legit walker is in danger of missing some time seahawks host the 49ers thanksgiving night now this is bad news the way that this is being reported by chef this is Schefter, not rapaport Schefter, because if he's getting the indication from pete from pete carroll that it's going to be some time we're talking at least one two at least one or two games is what i take from this now we could get a different diagnosis tomorrow. This miss some time could be misconstrued by Schefter. We'll have to wait and see. 
Um, I don't see that in quotes in terms of Pete Carroll saying that, but he very well could have said that in one way or another, and then Schefter paraphrased it. We'll have to wait and see what tomorrow's reports suggest. I'm going to comb through some of the Twitter clips. I'm going to comb through some of the Pete Carroll clips, the press conference, the post-press press conference. I have not seen that post-press conference myself, so I need to go look for it and make sure that this in danger of missing some time isn't being misconstrued. But that, to me, at this moment right here with the information I have right now, that, that moment right here, right now, makes me feel like Zach Charbonnet is starting some games. And I don't hit this button in a celebratory fashion in terms of not loving Walker, supporting Walker. These are two independent feelings we have. I'm very distraught about K-9 going down. But this is why I said for weeks now, there is a potential concern about Walker... In, in, in a sense of, like, Zach Charbonnet's getting more and more work. We said this all week. Don't send him packing for pennies on the dollar. Don't sell or dwell or shop the guy. But Walker, for the last three, four weeks on this channel, has been a, a very gentle trade him away. A very gentle trade him away. And, and, and anybody that owns Kenneth Walker and does not have Zach Charbonnet needs to take a big fat lap because this has been one of the most pressed issues and topics all season long. Zach Charbonnet is a league winner. If Zach Charbonnet gets in there, he can single-handedly take over your running back two, or he could be a low-end running back one, but running back two uh, value in, in your on your roster, in your lineup, or at least become an unbelievable flex option, given he does have kind of a tough schedule, but he's a tough runner with fresh legs. And if you don't own Zach Charbonnet, take a lap. These guys are one and the same. They are two peas in a pod. And this guy, Zach Charbonnet, has the potential. Ladies and gentlemen. Get Charbonnet. Pop open a nice bottle of Charbonnet. To win leagues. So if you own Zach Charbonnet solo, if this is a man you've rostered because we talk about him so much, if you've been sitting there on the waiver wire and saying, you know what, Smitty, you've been saying this for a while. He keeps getting listed on the waiver wire. This is the waiver wire. He keeps getting listed on the waiver wire. This is our week 11 waiver wire where we keep talking about Warren every single week. Go get him. Trade for him. He's an absolute monster. And Warren went out there and did Jalen Warren things. What a monster this Jalen Warren character is. Just absolute gem. But every week, we're talking Charbonnet. We're talking Charbonnet. It doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, I need now value, Smitty. Okay, we'll, we'll rank some now value guys for sure. But every week, it's, hey, this guy, Spears. This guy, Sharbs. This guy, even Bigsby. I know you're ready to give up on Bigsby. I'm not. I'm still stashing him because if ETN were to go down, he would be worth so much more immediately. Charbonnet. Look how low ranked he is just in general of like, okay, I know guys, don't drop, you're not getting insane production this week. You need a, a now guy, you got you got Chandler, you got Singletary, but he's been sitting here all year long. And I think we got a lot of solo sharp owners in here, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, so get ready. Okay, uh, Sharbs is not that good to me, says Joel. That's okay, Joel. Without without takes like that, no offense, no offense, Joel. You're my boy. Um, 
without takes like that, Joel, we wouldn't see good value of Zach Charbonnet. We wouldn't see doubters that make him, you know, sit on the waiver wire for four, five, six weeks into the season, or in some cases in your leagues, <laughs> 10 or 11 weeks into the season. All right. So Schefter reporting that on, on Kenneth Walker. Let's put that away. Unfortunately, Walker's not looking like he's he's going to be playing week number. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 12, but we'll, we'll see. Um, Aaron Jones, as I reported a minute ago, according to LaFleur, doesn't expect this to be a, a long-term injury, but we just don't know. Where was that report? Yeah, reportedly avoided a long-term injury. I don't have the one that that states that it's from Lafleur, but I read that to you. Here's the report. I don't I don't know what to make of Aaron Jones right now. I just know that I prepare for him to be out a week, but it sounds like we may or may not see him be listed for out for the week. All right, let's get to some of the positives. I mean, such a negative week. I mean, in some ways, but I mean at the same time though, so many positives. Like I look down on on one of my my league management apps i see green 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 red green 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 red green green in terms of wins like i still i still had a monster day like overall and i imagine a lot of you did too because we're like-minded we share a lot of the same teams and players drafted but i still got hit hard and even though i got hit hard we had other players step up and recover other players drop missiles tonight one including this man tank dell who pulled in eight receptions uh, on 10 targets for 149 and a tutty. And let me just say this about little Tank Dell. For everybody that didn't see him coming, and they say, Smitty, he's too small. Smitty, he's going to get dominated at the line of scrimmage in an NFL where none of that matters. You don't touch a receiver after 10 yards anyway. So who the hell cares how small he is? Not to mention he's so good off the line of scrimmage anyway. And oh, did we forget as we judged the man? And for some reason, I'm the one that saw him coming. Everybody should have saw him coming. The guy was number one in yards in the nation. The guy was number one in touchdowns in the nation. And the guy was second in receptions in the nation. Walking into 2023 as a pro coming out of college football. He literally was one reception away from the hat trick. And for some reason, his size made everybody run away. But Stroud and him became bros like this. They pushed the bunk beds together at the combine. They did some karate in the garage, probably played a little Fortnite, maybe a little Home Depot if they had time, but the bunk beds were pushed together. It was made abundantly clear that Stroud wanted this man to become his future wide receiver. And yes, we've had some ups and downs, but as I've told you over and over, rookies a lot of the time 
are up and down at the wide receiver position, and then they start leveling out. The good ones explode through the rookie wall. We talk about this all season long. We talked about it with Jamar Chase. Remember Jamar Chase's rookie year? Boom. Hit a wall. Hit a wall. Smitty should have traded him. Smitty should have traded him. Smitty should have traded him. He kept going. It was like, I, I want to say it was like week 11 or 12. I don't remember exactly, but it was like week 8, week 9, week 10, week 11. Smitty, what are we doing here? Are we selling the man or not? You keep saying, bye, Jamar Chase. It'll win my league, but we're sitting here multiple weeks in a row, and then Jamar Chase outside the rookie wall, climbs up, and trajectory to the moon, straight incline, straight up to the moon, that's what elite rookie wide receivers do, when they break through the rookie wall, they smash through it, and they don't stop, and so Tank Dell, little Tank Dell, Oh, he's kind of going through a little slump here. Maybe he's not going to get back to what we thought he could do. No. Breaks through, breaks through. To the moon. This guy, maybe to Saturn, but for now. To the moon. To not to the moon. All right. Here we go. What are we What are we on now? So, little Tank Dell, 149 in a tutty, looking like an absolute gem. Just an absolute gem. Beast, beast. We got uh, Tua Tagovailoa out of the way. Jameer Gibbs. Have I ever, have I ever explained to you why this guy's a top five to ten running back instead of top six to ten? But the continuum of the gigawatt component structure of Jameer Gibbs's workload divide has a megawatt offload that if you compartmentalize the component conjunction timekeeper and you flux capacitor out the continuum component megabolt things just end up happening and that's why jameer gibbs is a top five to ten running back instead of top six to ten this man jameer gibbs he looks better than camara looked coming out of college more prepared to become camara schmitty did you just say gibbs was more prepared to become camara than alvin camara was prepared to become camara <laughs> no Gibbs is phenomenal. And the thing is, Gibbs should have had a second touchdown. He was, he was like I said at the beginning of the show, rumbling and stumbling, dragging his way, trying to get to the one-yard line, trying to get into the end zone, falls just short, like about a yard. And, and you know, last week they, they gave Gibbs that touchdown. He earned it. They gave it to him. It was very impressive to watch Campbell run him out there and not just switch him out. Uh, so I thought maybe that could happen in this one, but they put Monty in there and Monty punched in the one yard touchdown and then started flexing. And I'm like, that's Gibbs. That's Gibbs's touchdown, but that's okay. 36 yards and a touchdown on the ground, uh, six receptions for 59. And this is where I said all off season long. And, and I admit it was a little frustrating not seeing it play out this way until recently. Um, but this is where we said, it doesn't matter if Monty's in the picture, because all this guy needs to do is get 30, 40, 50, 60 yards rushing. Sometimes he'll have a 120-yard rushing game, of course. But he only needs about 55, 60 yards and a touch, uh, touchdown. And then the 6 for 59, that's, that's nearly 12 points. Like, he's getting 12 PPR points on top of whatever he's doing on the ground. And, and that's what protects him. That's what safeguards you into production week in and week out for Gibbs. On a bad game... You might get 20 yards rushing and then that 5-6 receptions for 50-60 yards. You'll get like a 12-point game out of Gibbs on a really crappy day. So that's what makes him so valuable. He's such an important running back two to own right now. 
because he's just he's almost like matchup proof he's almost game script proof he can run he can he can catch he can be totally involved in almost every facet of the game he seems to be in in, on in the game during very important plays i don't know if you guys have been noticing this but when i all year been looking at what players in the game and i'm looking for you know just the stature maybe the hair Maybe the number, maybe the shoulder pads to indicate which running backs in the game. You know, when they quickly show the backfield, you're like, who is that? Is that Gibbs or is that Ma? It's Monty. It's Monty. I can tell by the way he's standing. That's Monty. You know, and it's like, I don't know about you guys, but lately when I'm watching, I'm, I'm expecting to see Monty and I'm always very pleasantly surprised. That's Gibbs. That's Gibbs. And then he turns and you know, 26. That's Gibbs. That's Gibbs. He's in the game. It feels more and more and more likely that Gibbs is in the lineup than not in the lineup, which is fantastic. He's such an elusive electric player. And they know that. They know that they're going to get a big spark out of this guy. And Monty's their plotter. And just such a great, you know, great comeback story for a lot of people that own him too because a lot of people are crapping on him left and right. And we got almost 700 people in here. Please punch that thumb up button. Only 100 thumbs up. We're going to get the super chats in a, in a minute and phone calls. Uh, Gibbs to the moon. Gibbs to Saturn. And 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 might I say, there have only been two players, and H-Han's one of them, and you could crap on H-Han all you want. You can get so mad at his knee injury and call him names and call him a third down scat back, whatever you want, when another player landed on his knee, like was sat out like a table saw, and somebody just went right down on it, and you could say, oh, dad, third down back. He always gets hurt. It was a freak knee injury. It sucked. It is what it is. But he might be okay. HN was sent to Saturn. There's only one other player that's ever been sent to Saturn. And he was sent first before anybody else. You hear that? This man's on his horse. This man is on a mission. He's an elite running back one, but is in everybody's running back two slot. And I just talked about him for 10 minutes straight. His name's Jameer Gibbs. To Saturn. And he has been sent to Saturn. And might I announce right now, we're not going to do it yet. We're going to do it on January 1. We have the Moon Men, the Mars Men, and now the Saturn Men. And Jameer Gibbs will lead the pack walking into 2024 as a Saturn Man. And he will command that group of individuals. And we have added that to the arsenal for the 2024 content. Saturn Men, Moon Men, and Mars Men, get used to it. And of course, we're going to have the uh, the um, uh, Revenge Tour group continuing to do their thing revenge tour in full effect that is the plan so far we might add more we'll see this man this marvelous man how many people raise your hand in the chat put a put a hand up put a sad face put a crying emoji put a a explosion head whatever you can to indicate whether you sat this man at the wrong time what did we say what did i spend time doing wasting marker all all week long for for some of you that kept saying let's get rid of Ridley let's bench Ridley I'm done with Calvin Ridley what did I say it's like this for Ridley okay here's outstanding 10 out of 10 here's 0 out of 10 this is Ridley and this is week 1 this is week 8 this is week 17 what did I say he's going to be like this he's especially going to be up here with the 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 charting as Zay Jones comes back because Zay Jones is the field stretcher and Ridley's had to do a lot of that dirty work 
And the reason he has these types these types of like charts in terms of production, having like no points or no production and having elite production is because he's running a lot of deep routes. And when you run a lot of deep routes, your conversion rate is going to be low. And if the throws are tipped, if they're knocked down, this happens with Christian Watson all season long. Christian Watson, who caught a touchdown today, we'll do a celebration for that. Uh, even though we only had like 20 yards, he still had a touchdown. Christian Watson and Ridley run these deep routes. They're constantly running these low conver conversion routes. And when defenders are tipping balls, and that's what's been happening with Ridley lately, Ridley might drop a couple, not a ton, but a couple touchdown passes this year. And when when T-Law hasn't been in his groove and the law dog, dog milk was spoiled for a while, these games where he'd have four receptions and all of them were not good throws, he has zero points. And the problem with this type of player, and it's a bad thing, you might not want to own this player. This is a great best ball player to have because you don't have to worry about starting him. He'll start for you during great weeks. He'll get benched during other weeks. But the problem with this type of player is when he's down, you're going to be so pissed off that you're going to sit him during this these phases. You're going to sit him during these phases, and you're going to start him during these phases. It's like being on the traffic uh, in traffic on the freeway, and you keep changing lanes, expecting the lane that you get in that's going fast. I'm going to change into that lane. You get in, it slows to a halt, and you watch the lane you were just in speed on by. That is the nature of Calvin Ridley. You can't sit him. You just have to start. I said this for two, three weeks straight. You just got to start him. Put him in your wide receiver three spot and don't take him out. And don't even think about it. Or trade him. Because if you start benching him and playing the matchup game or trying to chase the points, he will burn you. And then you'll hate him even more. How many people that benched him today hate him even more than they hated him the last couple of weeks? Raise your hand. I can guarantee you, if you benched him, you can't even you can't even stand looking at his face right now. Because he just caught seven balls for 103 yards and two touchdowns. I don't I don't fully know if this is gonna continue. I don't. I don't. What I do know is Law Dog does feel like he's back. Law Dog does feel like the glory days are not behind him. Law Dog feels like he's going to be on a mission going forward. And the Jaguars are playing good football. And this man, Law Dog, threw for 262 yards and two touchdowns. I'm not done, sir. I'm not done. He also carried the ball five times, five totes, for 17 yards and two touchdowns. Two plus two equals four. And you know what four touchdowns equals? I'll tell you what it equals. It equals law dog milk. A lion lives among us, posing as half man, half lawman. His golden mane is reportedly six feet long and is bathed in milk. That's right. His marvelous mane grows longer with each breath he takes. Legend has it that if you say T-Law in the dark in the bathroom three times, you lose your league instantly. Conspiracy fanatics have linked his triangle bone structure to the ancient pyramids and alien theory. Law Dog Milk for Mains on sale this season. Soak your mane and win a league. Law Dog Milk.
But Smitty, I'm ready to give up on T-Law. And I don't blame anybody that had to make weird moves. We talked about it. There's even some moves that were brought on the show live on the phone lines. Where it's like, I can't afford to have three quarterbacks. What do I do with T-Law? I've got T-Law. I've got... I understand. It is what it is. For some of you, you were in unique situations. You had to do what you had to do. Okay, I get it. But this man right here, he has the talent. It just hasn't all been pulled together. It feels like it did. In this game, in this contest, it felt like, remember how he struggled at the end of last year and then pulled it together, the IHOP game, remember? He came together, pulled it all together, and everybody started loving this guy who struggled for a big part of the year last year. And there were a lot of critics that said, hey, maybe he reverts back to what he was before the IHOP game. And th- and, and that, 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 that definitely felt like it was maybe more the case this year than it wasn't, right? But I think things are coming together. And if you've got T-Law... I'm not necessarily saying that he's going to put bigger name top six, seven, five, top six to eight quarterbacks onto your bench. But if you've been hit hard with the Joe Burrow injury, other injuries, AR5, then you were rocking with another play, another quarterback, they went down, whatever the case may be, and you've got T-Law, you're in pretty good hands right now. Four tutties is strong. Two rushing touchdowns, the man has wheels. And, and Ridley's back on track. They've also got, like I've said over and over all season long, an amazing backup running back in Tank Bigsby. So if ETN does go down, they will not lose a part of their offense. It won't come crashing down. They'll actually be really, really solid. And they've got enough pass catchers that I believe this thing's going to stay afloat from here on out. But I don't, I don't want to necessarily come in and say, okay, he's going to be top five. But he was electric in this game. He absolutely carried people. Four tutties. One of the top, what, top two or three quarterback scores in week number 11. It's T-Law. And for that reason, you can doubt him. You can be mad at him. He could have crapped the bed for you too many times to even be excited about this one little victory that he has. But I'm wearing the shirt and I'm feeling good about it. T-Law, let's send him to the moon because I believe he deserves it the moon i mean i mean honestly he does he does all right let's get let's get uh let's get to the, the rest of t-law should play the titans every week that's true that's true uh sell high on t-law now says ac i know a lot of you are gonna doubt him and that's fine I, I don't blame you i don't blame you there's there's reason to think okay this may not continue but this is a good day this is a good day if you own these gentlemen it was a really good day uh, Devontae Adams, look, Devontae Adams is only going to eat three quarters of his normal meal in Las Las Vegas, but um, this was uh, this was definitely the kind of game I expect him to, to have pretty much every week, you know, which is not the 140 and two touchdown games that he's capable of if he had a gunslinger out there, but a, a 80 yards, 90 yards and a touchdown, 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, seven to eight receptions. I really think he's capable of this going forward, which is why he's one of my biggest buy low wide receivers walking into the remaining uh, part of the season. And and he's proving to be very valuable, very motivated. Um, now, it sucks that the Raiders lost this game. I don't want his motivation to dwindle. I don't want what I predicted to potentially happen to both Jacobs and Adams at the end of the season happen, in which was that they would get banged up and just sit out the remaining three, four, five games of the year 
to look out for their long-term health because the Raiders have nothing to play for. They've got something something to play for right now, motivation. You know, excitement for their coach, running through a wall, as Adam said. They lose games, that motivation is going to dwindle. Smoking cigars in the locker room as a team is what we want to keep Adams and Jacobs on the field instead of, I don't know, not faking an injury, but taking advantage of an injury to salvage their career a little longer to, to keep themselves healthy for, in Jacobs' case, the next contract, in Adams's case, a longer career. And there's rumors today that the Jets are still going to go hard after Devontae Adams in the offseason to pair Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Garrett Wilson up in a monster trio and come attack 2024 in a bigger way than they expected to attack 2023. The question I have with Robert Sala is does he have a brain inside the skull that is apparently on top of his shoulders? Because if you ask me, it took him way too long to figure out he needed to remove Zach Wilson from the equation. And even more damaging to this team is not putting anybody in that quarterback room that can come in and actually actually be an absolute monster. You know, and and I and I know that there weren't a lot of options. And when I say monster, I just mean like a guns like someone that maybe they're not even a good gunslinger, a Winston type quarterback that's just going to throw downfield. And there's going to be interceptions. They're going to be had, but there's going to be a lot of yardage to be had. This defense is good enough to carry a a quarterback that's just good to almost great, but not great, and 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 make a playoff run. And, and Wentz was not necessarily the answer to that. I don't think Wentz was going to be amazing. But Wentz was going to be 100 times better than what Zach Wilson is. And Robert Salah not realizing this, and even the report that Robert Salah, after the game, says he doesn't know who's starting next week. This could just be political. It could be... Uh, bedside manner. They don't want to just. They want to have a conversation with Zach Wilson first before they say, "Look, you're done." It, it could be that. So I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, not announcing this right now. But uh, uh, Car- Carson Wentz, Re- Reebok Joe. I know you think that's crazy, but he's ten times the quarterback of Zach Wilson in terms of getting the football to Garrett Wilson. In terms of this offense being opened up, he's not a great quarterback by any means. Carson Wentz is not a great quarterback. But he throws the ball. He throws the ball. He could he could deliver the football to Zach Wilson. It, at least, I'm sorry, Garrett Wilson, to at least an acceptable degree. Right now, Garrett Wilson got fantasy owners negative points. That's how bad this Zach Wilson character is. He's horrible. He can make one good throw every 10 and, and keep his job alive because Salah goes, oh well, this is pretty this is pretty decent here. It's it, Carson Wentz is no good quarterback. He's not a good NFL quarterback. But for fantasy purposes, this is a guy that would at least throw in the football. Downfield. Gotten some yardage. Accumulated. It's just it's so disappointing that Salah doesn't see the value in bringing in a guy like Carson Wentz. Or when um, you know a quarterback like, like Cunning, Malik Cunningham was released by the New England Patriots. And you just let them pass through the process and go back onto the practice squad and don't even decide to scoop them up whatsoever. Malik Cunningham has very strong upside. How an NFL team, there's a one scout or NFL scouting room in the NFL that didn't say, hey, New England just cut Malik Cunningham. What if we just, what if we just grabbed this kid 
What if he is something special? I, I know it's a little film we've seen, but he looks electric. There's a lot of promise there. Why, why didn't the Jets say, let's just grab him? Let's just grab him. Let's safeguard ourselves. Zach Wilson might not be the real deal. Let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. Salah doesn't know what he's doing. Salah doesn't have the ability to judge talent. And it's just it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable that a Carson Wentz just sits out there and they don't bring him in. And another team does. It's disappointing. It's super disappointing. Um... Adams is is a, is is a great go forward wide receiver, low end wide receiver one, potential wide receiver, high 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 end wide receiver two. It just depends. Uh, where can the Mike White? Yeah, go go get Mike White back. It's it's so disappointing. Okay, uh, C.J. Stroud, 27 of 37, 336 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. He had kind of a shaky day. Uh, very, very shaky day, but they won the game. Week 11 win against the Cardinals. Cardinals are no, you know, amazing squad, but they somehow disrupt. They somehow are a pretty good football team, and it, it kind of is exciting to see my my Cardinals, I'm in Arizona, see them do well with a whole lot of, like, downside all year long. Like It just seems like a promising organization uh, right now. But not organization, I should say. The organization is pretty disappointing. I would say not as disappointing as like the Raiders organization, but the the staff, you know, the team, the way the team's building around Gannon, the coaching staff, the personnel for now, uh, feels a little, it feels a little motivating. I I feel motivated. I feel like maybe Kyler could develop in this system. Maybe Kyler is going to be excited about playing football going forward. So I'm a little excited about that. Stroud facing a Cardinal defense that was hungry. They're not the best team in the world, but they're hungry. They can make, they can cause turnovers. They can, they can be tougher than most opponents give them credit for. And, and most people expect very little and the Cardinals come and play ball. And so it was, it was, uh, it was a disruptive afternoon for, for Stroud on many, on many levels, but 21, 16 win for Stroud, 27 to 37, 336, two tutties. He had a nice day at the end of it all in fantasy. Um, he wasn't the best quarterback in fantasy this week, but he was certainly good enough and, and probably helped a lot of you win your leagues. This guy right here, Tony Pollard. Now he didn't fully return, but he kind of did. He didn't fully return, but he kind of did, um, Let's see here. Cup, cup is buns. Dude stays hurt, says Philly. We don't know. We'll have to see what happens with Cooper Cup, bro. We'll get we'll get more on Cooper Cup in a minute. We'll do a lot of your traded evaluations and potential. Some of you can still trade. Some of you can still trade. Maybe some of you just have the waiver wire to work to try and solve your problems. But we'll do that too. Tony Pollard, twelve totes, sixty-one yards. Twelve totes. 61 yards was a pretty good day. That is five yards per carry for those of you that that, that that study math in school. That's five yards per tote. That's not bad. It was more about he didn't get the volume. It wasn't about him disappointing in this game. He had 61 yards and a touchdown in the win over the Panthers, adding four receptions for 19 yards. This was a nice little day. This is a nice little comeback victory move for Tony Pollard. I think he he definitely secured his job to live another day, to fight another day. But he's still going to be kind of in the hot seat. He does need to 
absolutely deliver this kind of production or more in his next one or two games just to ensure that he doesn't start seeing Dowdle get more and more and more work. I think Dowdle got like eight carries, which was a lot, seven or eight carries, I believe, but it still wasn't overtaking Pollard, and Pollard was still the main man. Like when, when it was time to rock and roll, it was Pollard that was rocking and rolling, and he did really well. We thought maybe his touchdown was going to get called back. I was about to put my, my fist through the TV screen, and they said, oh, this might be coming back on a holding call, and then like, holding defense and I, I i just i lost it i was like tony pollard's back miss smitty's looking at me and i'm going flexing at the tv like yes we you know that that breaking the seal moment it's like tony pollard scored a touchdown i just needed him to break the seal he broke the seal i look over at miss smitty she's walking by the by the tv she's doing i don't know she's doing something and i'm just i'm just flexing i'm just flexing i just i couldn't i was beside myself Tony Pollard scoring made me more happy than almost anything today. I just needed him to break the seal. I, I needed it badly. Uh, I just, you know, even in leagues where I didn't own him, I just wanted to see it happen. It was very frustrating. Jalen Warren was not frustrating. Jalen Warren was absolutely glorious in this Week 11 matchup where this man was absolutely phenomenally efficient. Nine totes of the rock for 129 and a touchdown. Three receptions for 16 yards. It's absolutely glorious. It really is. This guy's such a good running back. He's 10 times the running back of Najee Harris. We've been waiting for this moment. We've been talking about him every single waiver wire show. He's always sitting here at running back two, three, five, and and just depending on what's going on, bye weeks, all those things. He's sitting here. We mention him every week. Make sure Warren's not available. And let me look at a league right now. Let me pull up a league and let's see how what the roster percentage is of Jalen Warren. Is this going to be a guy that unfortunately we're talking about on the waiver wire show? I have a funny feeling he's on waivers in an uncomfortable amount of leagues. I'm pulling it up right now. How disappointed am I about to be? 21% availability. He's only rostered in 79 to 80% of leagues. That's uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable. I don't understand it. Even in small bench leagues, I don't get it. This guy's been sitting on waivers in a majority of leagues on and off all year long and he's still available in 21% of leagues. It doesn't make any sense. He's going to continue his glory. Christian McCaffrey, 21 carries, 78 yards in the 49ers week. 11 win over the Bucks, adding 5 catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. He was glorious in this one. Continues to do Christian McCaffrey things. Um, hopefully uh, he gets you know saved a little bit so he doesn't get injured. This man right here capable of this is what this is why we need to remember how good Saquon Barkley is and how good he could be outside of his situation I think it's very easy to sometimes forget that Saquon Barkley has the ability to be a top five running back the only problem is he has the ability to get hurt at any moment he's an injury prone guy he's always getting banged up there's there's been two times at least twice i might even be forgetting some occasions but at least two times where this man looked like he was done for the year walked to the sideline looked like his arm had been severed or something like he's cut it off and i'll go back in and then he goes back in the game and we're like okay plenty of times where he looks injured at least and he gets back onto the field. He's very aggressive. He runs about 100,000 miles per hour. 
Uh, he only knows one speed. He's 100% no matter what. Sometimes those are the running backs that get injured because they go 100% into something. You know, it's almost like stepping and not knowing if there's anything below your feet. That's kind of the way I like to describe Saquon Barkley's play. He doesn't look what's in front of him, and then he, he gets himself into some trouble. Even when he came back from his ACL tear, he sprained his ankle. And I, on a play, I said that it was his fault. And everyone's like, oh, it was a random act of... No, it wasn't. He he ran into his own lineman, and he was he was trying to rush through the line, and he literally was stepping on his lineman's feet. And he just kind of doesn't, doesn't look before he leaps. That's the problem with Saquon. But we got to remember... On 14 carries in one of the worst offenses in the league, and granted, Devito did pretty good today. Um, uh, guy lives at home. Guy's mom does his laundry, makes his bed, cooks his his food for him. Uh, this quarterback that I don't even know if he has a, a bus pass. Yeah, I think his mom and dad probably drop him off at the stadium and pick him up. He's probably got a bedtime of 8 p.m. Uh, this guy, uh, Devito, um, quarterbacking this Giants team pretty well. Um, 83. Yards on 14 totes, week 11 win over the Commanders, adding four receptions for 57 yards and two touchdowns. This guy had a day. And probably one of the most exciting players walking into 2024, January 1, February 1. We're going to be talking about this man a lot. Where is he going to land? Remember the Brady board for all these, all, all, all of you that, that love the... Um, the, the off-season content that your boy produces here. Remember the Brady board? The Brady and Aaron Rodgers board? We're going to have a Barkley board. We're going to have a Barkley board that's going to have all the potential landing spots, all the different scenarios. Could he get franchise tagged again? Technically speaking, he could. It would cost a boatload because it's not just the same amount. It's an increased percentage of the previous franchise year uh, amount. But this guy is going to be probably playing ball somewhere else if he's smart. Now, he's made some dumb comments like, hey, I, I, I want to retire a New York Giant. Why? Why on the earth? Why uh, on this earth would you want to be a New York Giant? They're not going to set you up for success, Saquon. You need to go elsewhere and get not only the bag, but play for a team that can win you a Super Bowl because you've got a short shelf life. A lot of these running backs think they're different. Oh, I can play till 35, 40 years old. They don't understand. They just think that it's not, there's not a ticking clock of... 31, 32 years of, of, of age as an RB doesn't work anymore. It's 27. You turn 27, you've got maybe that year left if you're lucky. 28 years old, usually you're done. This is why Eckler struggle with injuries. This is why Aaron Jones and uh, struggle with injuries. 28 is a concerning year for an RB. Doesn't matter how much mileage you have in some cases. 28 years old, you are lucky if you play a full season at 28 years old. It's, it's the new 32. It's crazy, but it is what it is. And a lot of people don't want to accept it. Barkley doesn't have a lot of time. He may think he does, but he can't sit in New York and waste away and get one more significant season-ending injury. We will be rooting for him to land on a very productive team. If Barkley goes to a, an amazing offense, it's going to be absolute glory in the offseason talking about this guy's landing spot. Where his value is going to be, he's going to be a big major injury risk. But, wow, you know, this is going to be quite a topic. But what a day he had. 83 yards, 14 carries, two touchdowns through the air, four receptions for 57 yards. Saquon Barkley had a day. Had a day. A freaking day. Uh, you know who else had a day? Keenan Allen. 10 of 16. This The surprising part was he dropped a touchdown reception. Okay? Um, he had 10 of 16 
six targets were not caught. That's that's a pretty horrible ratio right here. 10 of 16, 110 yards and a touchdown. Should have been two. Okay, so that was that was quite a day. Could have been a lot, a lot better, but it is what it is. This one right here, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Eight of 11, same kind of thing. Uh, Goff was kind of awful in this one. He had 77 yards and a touchdown in this win. Amon Ra to the moon. Amon Ra continues to become just one of our favorite players here on the Fantasy Football Show inside our community um, and just an absolute straight moon man extraordinaire. Ayuk was a moon man today. 5 of 6, 156 in a tutty. Him and Debo kind of rotate, so be careful expecting that every week. There is sort of a rotation that goes on. Travis Etienne, 14 carries, 52 yards. Uh, added three receptions for seven yards. Kind of been slumping lately. I do believe he's a good buy low if anybody can still trade. But uh, there's there's still a little concern, I suppose. But I still buy him at the right price if you can still buy right now and make trades. C.D. Lamb, 6 of 9 for 38 and a touchdown. He's in the end zone. He had a good day. Just wasn't as big as we all wanted considering how good he's done lately. D.J. Moore, 7 of 9 for 96 and a tutty. Look, this is a thing. Fields and D.J. Moore are a thing. They are. When one does good, or I'm sorry, when Fields does good or is in the game, DJ Moore is going to do good. I don't know how DJ Moore survives without Fields. If Fields ever goes down again, he's probably a borderline wide receiver three benchable player. But when Fields is healthy and in the game, this man delivers 96 yards and a touchdown. He's a low-end wide receiver one, super high-end wide receiver two at the very least when Fields is in the game healthy. 16 of 23, 169 and a touchdown. This is what we've been waiting for. 18 carries, 104 yards. Fields had a day. That, that, that's a lot. That's a lot of. I got to take this shirt off. A lot of dog milk can definitely make you sweat. Um. Yeah, I, what is Fields going to do going forward? I don't know. All I know is, you know, we're glad to see him back. We're glad to see DJ Moore back on track. Um, CJ Stroud, I did this one already. Three thirty-six, two tutties, three ints. Am I back? Am I going through the the right pile here? I think I am. Christian Watson, uh, two of four for twenty-one and a touch. He had a touchdown. It's not sanded on here, but he had a touchdown. It was glorious to see him score. He's continuing to get end zone looks, uh, touchdown targets, not just one, but multiple per game. They've been getting batted out of his hand. They've been bad throws. Uh, Love was kind of on point today. And so it was nice to see Christian Watson break the seal as well. Broke the seal. Let's see what happens go, going forward. Uh, Herbert, 21 of 36, 260 and two touchdowns uh, in week 11, adding eight carries for 73 yards. Now, the bad news, this is another loss. This is another loss. This is another what is going on here? Um, a lot of people saying he's him coming off of this game, but you know there a lot needs to change, and, and I don't think all of it's you know or even any of it's really his fault to a certain degree. Why they don't bring in better pass catchers too is beyond me because they have Keenan Allen, he's amazing. But why didn't they bring in like relying on just Mike Williams? We knew Mike Williams was going to get hurt. Quentin Johnson doesn't feel ready yet. And they had the opportunity to go get DeAndre Hopkins and put him right next to Keenan Allen and have probably the most formidable wide receiver duo that they could possibly even dream of. 
and they just let Hopkins slip on by. There's plenty of opportunities for them to make moves to help support uh, Justin Herbert in the way they want to use him. And they need to get Austin Eckler more involved. I know a lot of people are disappointed in Austin Eckler and feel like Eckler didn't have a very good day. Where's my Austin Eckler um, graphic somewhere in here? There's Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, again, was benched for Tim Boyle. Uh, hopefully that continues. We don't want to see Zach Wilson anywhere near this team. Uh, I don't know if I've got the Austin Eckler. Here it is. Austin Eckler. A lot of people mad at Austin Eckler, but he ran over six yards a pop, people. It's not his fault. They need to give him the ball more. That's that's on the staff. But 10 carries for 64 yards. I mean, he was doing his best with what they, they gave him. I still love Austin Eckler going forward. Um, six yards of carries, fine. They need to throw to him. They need to throw to him. They need to use him like a wide receiver. Herbert needs some help. He had, I believe, two drop touchdowns today by his receiving crew. One of them was Keenan Allen, so Keenan Allen's been playing great all year. But he had at least two, maybe three, but two drop touchdowns. And I think there was like, I don't know how many, five, six drops at least. So this guy's no help. And, and why you don't throw to Austin Eckler more is beyond me. It's beyond me. And why you don't you don't run him more is beyond me. Kyler Murray, 20 of 29, 215 yards and an interception. But he added seven rushes for 50 and a score. Similar to Fields, he's going to, when he's doing his thing on the ground, he's going to dominate. You know, and I, I wouldn't call this domination, but I mean, we're starting to see what Kyler's capable of doing. And, and we're going to have a dilemma on our hands with some of your lineups going into week, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, when, when you have Kyler playing better and better each week. I don't know if he's ready for prime time yet against Strouds and guys like that, but we might have ourselves a little like dilemma or two later on. We'll see. And some of you lost Burrow and you got Kyler only. I mean, it, he's ready enough to rely upon in that context. David Montgomery, 12 totes for 76 yards and a touchdown. He's going to continue to run for about 65 to 90 yards and a touchdown every single week with one, two, or three catches. That should be his volume going forward. He's not going to be quite as good as he was earlier because Gibbs has arrived, but he'll do good. This one I need to take a mini lap on. I had, I mean, I don't know if I'd say a lap. I mean, it's hard to know what, what a guy like this is going to do. But there were several start bench questions where I know I didn't answer Singletary. And in hindsight, it had to have been the wrong decision. I'm not saying I'm supposed to get all these right. But I do feel like it, some sense of uh, regret when I was asked about Singletary a couple times during the live stream start bench show the night before and um, this morning. Hey, Smitty, do I start Singletary or? And my, my answer was, I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to use him. It seems like he's going to potentially see more of a split, but... That we thought based on some of the news, but look at they gave him the ball 22 times, 112 yards and a touchdown and added two catches for six yards. He had a good day. I mean, it, it was a good day. I don't know that you can count on it every week, but I think he's starting to become flex worthy going forward. And, you know, look, I, I don't know how I'm going to answer that moving forward when I get a tough Singletary question because he obviously is going to produce pretty well if they keep giving him the ball. Uh, and he's having success, so they might have that. Let's not try and fix what isn't broken mentality with with the running game. So uh, DeAndre Hopkins caught four or five targets, fifty nine yards and a touchdown. Kind of felt quiet. Like I don't even think I remember seeing this touchdown get scored. I might have been going and getting a, a, a omelet when I was watching 
reportedly the red zone instead of all the games on split boxes everywhere. I might have stepped out for a minute to get an omelet and I had only the red zone available on my phone because it doesn't do the split screen thing. And I just didn't see this. And so like I I remember looking back going, oh, you did have a touchdown. This is one of the touchdowns I didn't see. Usually I see everything. I got eyes in the back of my head. I, I roll with multiple views. Look at the monitors in this studio alone. I mean, of course I, of course I, one, two, three, four, iPad five, six, seven. We do it live. Seven, seven screens. That's how dad did it. And somehow I missed it. Uh, George Kittle caught eight of nine targets for 89 yards and a touchdown in the 49ers win against the Bucs. He continues to play solid ball. And I don't know it's going to change the way they're using him. It's very consistent. Dak Prescott, 25 of 38, 189 and two touchdowns. Continues to play excellent ball. Very, very proud of Dak Prescott shunning all the doubters and negativity that was slung his direction for weeks and weeks. Remember that? Now everybody's loving Dak again. This happens every year. There's He's a darling for a moment. One bad game, everyone's going to hate Dak Prescott. It's so kind of annoying. Like He's doing he's doing great, and he has done great in the past. I, I don't think he's appreciated enough. Uh, Brock Purdy completed 21-24 for 333 and three tutties. Uh, this is this is a tough quarterback to judge going for because he had some some real 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 shoddy weeks. He was concussed. Okay, so if the concussion causes first bad play and interception situation, and he played too early, concussed still or affected by the concussion in that next game, then we either have we either have one of two things happening. One, Shanahan played him recklessly that second game. Didn't give him the week off like he should have, and Shanahan should, Shanahan should be ashamed of himself. Or Brock Purdy sucked for that amount of time. I don't know which one is it. All I can tell is he's back playing good. Shanahan's got his quarterback playing uh, solid, and I, I just don't know what's going on over there. But they're back. They got everything well-oiled, back on track. The Niners are probably one of the top three or four teams. Some would say top one or two teams in the conference. And it's the Eagles and it's the Niners probably at this moment in time. You know, that's what we're looking at. So they really are the team to beat uh, along with the, the Eagles. Or after the Eagles, they would be the team to beat. So this is this is good news if you're a Niner fan. There's always capability of this thing unraveling. It was very weird three weeks ago or last last week, the week prior, the week prior, whatever, when they were losing... It was, uh, or the, I'm sorry, one week ago, and then for three weeks back, they were losing, and they looked awful. They were their defense looked cheeks. They they looked like they were getting worked over. Their defense still had some moments in this one, but things look good now. Things look good now. They're definitely a dangerous team, and some of the best teams in the NFL still give up you know some points. So it's not like the defense has to lock down everybody. And yeah, Hufunga tearing his ACL. Prayers up for him. We'll see how that affects the defense now. Um, but Brock was solid, and if you own Brock and you lost like Burrow, Brock is very, very solid. Make sure he's not on waivers in your grandma league, will you? Jordan Love finally doing something significant here. And, and again, delivering a touchdown to, to, to Christian Watson. 27 of 40, 322, and two touchdowns. I mean, I know everybody hates him right now because he's been so up and down. 
But keep in mind this guy scored six touchdowns in the first two weeks and was inside the top five quarterbacks for, for I think, more than the two weeks he was still in there. So, I mean, he's capable. Two touchdowns, 322. You lost Burrow. That's not a bad day. And that, I believe, is your sum total of everything that happened. I think that, I mean, there's no better wrap-up show on, on, on YouTube than right here. This is better than ESPN. This is better than everything, in my opinion. Not to mention, we're going to get straight into the Q&A, answering the Super Chats, opening the phone lines up. Uh, we're not done just because I'm done recapping everything. we got 654 people in here. Only 180 of you have smashed that thumb up, so please smash the thumb up. Thumb up. And uh, let's, uh, let's first, before we get into the Super Chats, just say there's still one game left for week number uh, 11, and that is the Philly and KC game Monday night, 6.15 p.m. Uh, my time, which would be 9.15, no, 8.15 p.m. East Coast time. So the 8-1 Eagles will face off against the 7-2 Chiefs. This will be an absolute phenomenal game. Still a lot of fantasy football scoring to be uh, to be deciding, you know, wins and losses this week. So uh, good luck to everybody that's got a, a team in the mix there. Let's go to the Super Chats and then the phone lines. First super chat of the evening always gets a standing O. Alright. Uh Draven the Draven the phone lines aren't open yet, but go ahead real quickly, bro. As fast as you can. How did your t- how did how did your team win, bro? How did your team win? Hold on a sec. Hold on a second. Let me let me get you let me get your roster on on screen here because I want to I want to hear your team. I want to see how this team won because you you dismantled your entire team. First of all, run, for the audience that doesn't know, run your trade by me one more time. What was the trade that you did? Yeah, this is. Yeah, I know you. I'm so happy. Okay, here we go. So the first trade was Camara, Higgins, and Laporta traded them for Pittman. Hold on. James Cook. Camara, Higgins, and Laporta. Okay. Pittman and James Cook. James Cook is back. Pittman and. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. My, my marker went out. My marker was laughing so hard it died. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Like, like if Kamara get, it's not it, like it's not even like things can't change and like injuries or whatever can't happen like to Kamara or whatever. But it's like fair market value wise, you got crushed. Okay, so Pittman, <laughs> Pittman and James Cook. Okay, so you got you got rocked on that trade. Oh, hold on. The, the 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 listeners can't hear you. I got another audio. I just got the audio problem. All right. So you got Camara. You got Camara. You gave up Camara, Higgins, Laporta for Pittman and Cook. Okay. So you got rocked. You got rocked on that trade. Okay. Go ahead. And then I traded Godwin and Kenneth Walker for Dante Foreman and Tank Dell. Say it again. Dante Foreman and Tank Dell is who I got. Uh-huh. I traded Godwin, Chris Godwin, 
and Kenneth Walker. <laughs> so it so worked out for you on that trade. <laughs> so Walker baby. gets Walker gets hurt. Dude gets tanked out. Let me just tell you, it worked out. You you are uh, you are a uh, uh, visionary. You are a uh, which which we call you one of my uh, uh, apostles, my disciples. They go onto the mountain and see the future. But your you fair market value, you still got rocked to pieces at the time of the trade. You should have had Dell and another piece here, and then you would have been crushing it. But somehow, some way, now give me your, give me this this unbelievably uh, ahead of its time roster, Draven. Hey, ready, Kenneth? Uh, I mean, Kylo Mori. Okay. De- Devin Singletary. <laughs> James Cook. Yeah, cup. Tank Dell. (laughs) Kincaid. Kincaid. James Connell. Wilson. Garrett. JT. Josh Downs. Judy. Okay, that's enough. Pittman. Oh, Pittman. And Rashad Rice. Rashad White? Oh, Rice. Rashid Rice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not Rashad. Rashid. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so how many points did you score, though, Draven? 116. Okay, well, that's... <laughs> So you crawled to go, you crawled across the 116. That's like a low scoring game. <laughs> That's right. You got the W. You got the W. Singletary dropping missiles. You got uh you got uh you got uh who else? Dell. Dell and Singletary carried you to 116. I I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, pal. I'm proud of you. Good job. Can I drop Can I drop James Connor for uh Charbonnet? I wouldn't drop James Connor. I wouldn't drop him. Who would you drop? I don't know. I, 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 Nobody? Give me your worst three players. I already erased it. I already forgot your team. It was it was very forgetful. Okay, the Judy. Dude, my team's file, bro. I don't, I don't got none. Judy, Connell. That's it. Singletary. Don't drop Singletary. Just dropped another 100-yard game. I guess Judy. Judy for Charbonnet. All right, Draven, appreciate it. I got I to gotta get to these Super Chats. Um, later, yeah. Raven. Uh, Young, appreciate you. Young says, Stroud, Dell, uh, Stack is special. We love you, Smitty. Thank you, um, Young. Appreciate you. Yeah, Dr- I mean, Draven. <laughs> I was thinking Draven had like a 160 week. <laughs> He's like, I got the win. He played somebody that had everybody get decimated with injuries. I don't want to rain on his parade. Um, Dra- Draven, let's send Draven to the moon. To the moon. Draven got the win on an unbelievable, highly unlikely scenario. Should I start Ford or Charbonnet next week? We need more time, Alex. To to uh, Alex Soberon was leading the the way on the highest super chat of, of the year, by the way. So Alex Soberon to the moon. Um, appreciate you. Should I start Ford or Charbonnet week number twelve? Uh, yeah, we just need to wait. We need to wait in here. I I, I think. Um, you know, looking at the schedule early on, bro. If we pull up this the schedule, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on on the matchup for. Okay, here it is. 
So we got Seattle on Turkey Day at home against the Niners. That's that's going to be kind of a tough matchup for them. And um, Ford is playing at Denver. I'm going to go Ford. Ford. Ford's a nice nice play. Uh, OEG, welcome to the YouTube exclusive membership, my guy. Appreciate you. To the moon. OEG to the moon. Appreciate you, pal. All right, Alex, thank you for your super chat. This one's from Manny. Manny says, bought... Cooper Cup auto today and it hurt. You bought a Cooper Cup autograph today and it hurt? I mean, I don't, I don't know that your, your auto is going to go down in value. Your autograph? I wouldn't worry about that too much, bro. Uh, that, uh, I Haney coming in with a freaking $100 super chat. He's such a monster, bro. I Haney to the moon. Alert. Super chat alert. I Haney, uh, anybody that drops a $100 hauler is a unicorn on this show. He is a unicorn. I'm going to put I Haney on this thing. I Haney, hang tight while I fix this up. Here we go. $99 hauler, I Haney. He now is a unicorn. He's on the board. Congratulations, I Haney, for being a unicorn young man. You have made it. Look, mom and dad, I've made it on the show on Absolute Monster. Are you on here already? No, you're not. Okay. So, I Haney doing it live. Um, this made me think of the 40 yard dash again, LOL was thinking of something he we could actually do sooner, possibly a donation goal. And if we hit it, you have to stream a Madden 24 game live or something. Nothing crazy would be cool. I, look, it's a good idea, I Haney, but I think the best thing to do is if we did something crazy like that, um, you know, it, it would be, uh, I don't know, it'd be some sort of like, crazy thing that i'd have to do I, not something so simple you know what i mean but we'll, we'll figure out something we could donate stuff to charity and do a lot of amazing stuff uh but hang tight on that we got we gotta we gotta get through this season first before we start doing this um okay uh anthony ten dollar hauler appreciate you anthony for dropping the 10 watt on the screen you're the man the myth the legend anthony says lost burrow did swing a trade sent james cook i, I assume and waddle and got cd lamb i think that's a smash got him i think that's a smash might want to trade chase away any moves uh chase for like let's say you go after a man this is tough at this point coming out of this week to even come up with a, a couple good suggestions because we're just letting this dust settle but i mean honestly like etn is attainable using Jamar Chase right now, and you might even get, like, ETN and something, you know? JT might still be attainable for Jamar Chase, and you might even get something. I think uh, Jacobs and something rather significant, given Jacobs had a, a pretty mediocre day. I think uh, Diggs is very, very low right now on a lot of people's trade radar and trade value chart, and you could just go get... Um, you could just go get Diggs straight up for Jamar Chase. And I know a lot of people think Diggs is selling him hardcore right now. But I'd much rather have Diggs than Jamar Chase right now, given there's no Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow. Landon, 
Trade for Cup, A-Chan, and Aaron Jones in the past two weeks. Trade for Cup, A-Chan, and Aaron. That's brutal. That's brutal, Landon. That almost makes me want to cry. I appreciate your super chat. I'm sorry about that. I think, you know, hopefully you'll be okay with A-Chan. We'll know more tomorrow, but there's a good chance he plays in week number 12. Smitty, it's Liddy. I won my week. Still have Jake Elliott tomorrow. Rolled out Kyler, Amon Ra, Dell, Gibbs, Jacobs, Mitchell, Kincaid now 5-6. and six. JJ coming back next week. We don't know. Uh, thank you for the super chat. We don't know. As of this moment, I, I think it's 50-50 whether he returns this week. I think them getting an L might make them want to rush him a little bit, even though they shouldn't use that as a reason to rush anybody. He should come back if he's healthy. But... There's probably a 50-50 chance at this point. We'll know more. I think it'll be very telling by week, by Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll hear like he's going to be ready to go or we're fully confident he'll be. Or we're going to hear we don't know. If we hear we don't know, then we need to be concerned. No news will be bad news. Ended up selling Dell and Moore, DJ Moore, for JT. Now I'm Hertz, JT, Bijan, AJB. Should I regret selling other moves now? Uh, Dell and Moore for JT. I don't think, I mean, you're going to regret it right now because these two just popped off. But going forward, I mean, it depends on JT. JT certainly got the ability to pull his weight on that, but it's not, it, you did give up a pretty penny, but I think it's, I think it could be fine going forward. It certainly does hurt at this moment. Kyron coming back is going to be huge for you. So I wouldn't really look to the past, man. I'd just say you've got a really good situation and running back stable. So I like it. Move K9 and McBride for Hawkinson and Warren before tip-off. I like I like that. That's looking pretty good right now, bro. Pretty good right now. Warren looks like a running back, too, locked and loaded going forward. Fantastic job. Uh, this one right here is from Michael Allen, Gibbs, Hall, McKinnon, Kirk, Kelsey, Dell. Uh, I, I'm surprised at how many people can still make trades, to be honest with you. The deadline for most people is week 11. So it, it is crazy to see people doing big trades still. Some moves I can make to win it all. With this team, I, I'm still I'm trying to get rid of Brees Hall the best I can. He scored a touchdown. There's some value. It doesn't mean I don't love him, but I you know there's some concern about the amount of touches he's got to get in order to, to, to punch one into the end zone. I'm going after the QB needy team, my bro. And I'm trying to trade Kyler Murray and, and, and Brees Hall for one better player. The fact that you have Gibbs, and really only Gibbs, right? And Pacheco. Pacheco's not bad, actually. Tough matchup this week on Monday night tomorrow. But like maybe after that, you could roll Gibbs and Pacheco and just try and get the best player you can. Using the quarterback Kyler paired with Brees Hall. Maybe you get a slight RB upgrade. Maybe you get a big-name wide receiver like Diggs. I would try Diggs. If that Diggs owner needs a quarterback, that's where I'm going, bro. And even if they don't, I'm going Brees Hall and something for Diggs because Diggs is panicking people left and right. Logan with a 10-watt on screen. Logan, appreciate you, my guy. Hey, Smitty, 7-4, three wide receivers, one flex. By the way, we've got 640 people still in here. Punch that thumb up. We only have 205 thumbs up. Let's, let's get it to 300. We get it to 300 thumbs up. I'll give away a TheFantasyFootballShow.com membership on my site, The Fantasy Football Show. So please, punch that thumb up button. As soon as we get to 300, I'll tell you how we're giving away a membership, a, a, a content membership uh, to this site right here, my site, TheFantasyFootballShow.com. 
So hit that hit that thumb up button. Logan, appreciate your ten dollar hauler. Hey Smitty, seven four three wide receiver, one flex PPR. Lamar Dobbs, Keenan Allen, Alave, Pittman, Dell, London, K nine, Mostert. Um, okay, no Charbonnet. Take a lap. Yeah, I took my lap. Okay, I'm screwed at running back. Rest of season question mark. I mean, Mostert is still very very solid. Uh, and if you can't make trades. I mean, look, Singletary's stepping up. Are you screwed at running back? No, Mostert and Singletary aren't that bad. You've got decent wide receiver value, I suppose. You have a good tight end, even though Laporta struggled. I don't know. I mean, do I? am I fearful of your team if I see it? Probably not. But could you beat one team at a time and just knock one out off at a time? Sure. Sure. You really need K9 to come back healthy and strong. Problem is, will it be a committee when he comes back? I don't know. But Logan, I, I, you know, if you can make trades, I'm trying to to, to trade K9 and and uh, potentially Pittman away for one slightly different RB, or, or maybe just run away from K9 entirely. Roll with the two RB Singletary and Mostert. Trade K9 and a Pittman for a doubted wide receiver, and just go across position. And you sell K9 not to a for a running back because who wants to do that? Nobody. But who wants a running back like K9 on their bench? for a wide receiver because then when he comes back they'll have an RB that's the target for you if you can make a trade if you can't make a trade uh, then you're just you're just trying to ride it out with what you got and you got a shot at least $10 hauler from Aaron and thank you for your super chat earlier uh, the question right before this uh, Aaron thank you for your super chat back in the off season I traded a second and a third round pick for Tank Dell and a fourth coming back to me Safe to say, Dell is a star in the making. Smitty, you got the best show. Aaron, appreciate you. And we need a Tank Dell animation. I don't know why I don't have one. That's on me. I'm going to take a lap for that right now. Why I haven't created a Tank Dell animation by now is completely, completely uh, inexcusable, to be quite frank. Worldwide West dropping a super chat says, I have Burrow Chase stack picked up fields on waivers offered Chase fields for Hertz after the game Thursday. He accepted. I look offered Chase and fields for Hertz. Uh, I like that. At the end of the day, bro, I like that. It's kind of tough to evaluate because it's like Chase and Fields or would I rather have Hurts and whoever you're going to plug in. I'd probably rather have Hurts, man. Hurts is just more, it's more, it's just a big threat to score a ton of points and he can carry you week in and week out. I submit he approved that trade. I, I really do. You've just been. You've just been Smitty approved. What's up with A-Chan? Is he screwed? No, Box of Juice, we covered this. Make sure you watch the beginning of the show for more detail. But in a nutshell, uh, the report is pretty positive. In fact, I can move this here and and, and pull it up for you real quickly. The, the report's pretty positive. The report is that he wanted to come back into the game. You don't, you don't, you don't decide, I want to come back in the game if you're injured badly. Um, the only thing that this could do is take a turn with swelling or something like that. Or they do a test and then the test says, no, there is something wrong or whatever. But the fact that he wanted to go back in the game, A-Chan's knee was landed on during the team's Week 11 uh, contest against the Raiders. A-Chan was trying to return into the game, but McDaniel kept him out to exercise caution due to being the same knee he hurt earlier. Not even the same injury. It was a freak situation. And so, honestly, bro, 
I'm a little bit worried about him missing a game, but there's a very good chance he doesn't even miss one game and then we're back on track, hopefully. You know, think of it like, okay, what if this is just like the Gibbs doubt? Everybody, oh, you're so wrong on Gibbs. And it took a little while and then it freaking came back like a thunderstorm, bro. I'm hoping that that's the same case here. Trade my chase and forward for Gibbs and Pittman. I would take Gibbs and Pittman and I'd run, bro. Run, Chase. They're chasing you, bro, after you do this move. Hoosier, trade Barkley for ETN. I don't think you can do that with Barkley doing what he just did. Two tutties. I know it can be up and down with him, but ETN's solid. I love him, but he has had a couple bad games in a row, and Barkley's not having bad games currently. So I think you probably roll with the hot hand given we're entering week 12. You know what I mean? But if the chat feels differently, I still love ETN. I don't think it's crazy to, to take either RB. In good shape in the standings, but would you do JJ for Diggs? I would personally rather have Diggs at this moment in time. Especially not knowing how Dobbs and JJ are going to fare. But I would say... Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. The conflicting reports... I'll give you the report. Um, Suarez, no one has more information than we have or anybody has, but I'll tell you the report is no one knows. That's the report. These uh, conflicting reports, there are a bunch of people trying to predict something that there's no indication of any of it. I'll tell you the report. The, the report is he was sat out and the outcome of this game could have very well swayed them in a direction to sit him longer or, or bring him back quicker. Um, even if they don't want to admit that they're doing that, they're looking out for his long-term health, but the question is, with the bye week next week, the conflicting reports is guesswork. The conflicting reports is that there's logical reason to think that with only one week between now and the bye week, week 13, they may sit him one more week to give him two more weeks to fully get healthy. So it's tough to know. No one knows. And I'd probably rather have digs personally. Um... But that's me, and I know a lot of people feel like Diggs sold, and Diggs is playing awful, and I get it, but I'd, I'd much rather have Diggs, I think, than that situation. If the chat wants to chime in on it, chime in, but you're waiting on a player to come back where at least, at least Diggs is out there. Now, Diggs is dramatic. Um, remember when we covered all the Diggs drama? I'm not saying Diggs is amazing. I'm not saying Diggs is amazing. I'm not saying Diggs is absolutely a glorious player to trade for, but he's doubted. If you need a move, you need a spark, he's out there to be had at a cheap value. Is there risk? Absolutely. Just like Cooper Cup was still a risk at his prime age of 755 years of age. There is concern about Cooper Cup. You weren't trading for Cooper Cup without zero risk. You were trading for an old man that had trouble staying healthy, and here he's injured again. But it was an ankle injury. It wasn't necessarily like he re-injured his hamstring. But there was risk involved. There's risk involved for... Trading for Diggs, who's a, a kind of a head case right now, and he's not happy in his current situation. He thinks he made Josh Allen, and he's gonna he's gonna have a rude awakening like Devontae Adams did, going to a, a Raiders situation that unraveled really quickly. And if if Diggs thinks he's gonna find a better home than Josh Allen, he's out of his mind, and he might just be at this moment in time. So there's concern with Diggs for sure, but there's still major concern with JJ. Tank Dell to the to the Saturn, please. To Saturn. Uh, thank you, Superfish. Superfish says, Tank Dell to Saturn, please. You called it so early. Thank you, Superfish. Appreciate you. Tank Dell looks so good. And there's people that cut him. I don't know why you cut him. Why would you cut him? Just because he vanished for a week or two? Again, like rookies, they all they all hit a wall. Especially wide receivers. Up 32. My opponent has Kelsey Hurts and me, uh, Bucker, 
What are the odds? 32. I'd rather be your opponent, but that doesn't mean that things won't unravel for him. This is why you play. The excitement, the rush, enjoy it. Don't be all anxious about it in a bad way. Be excited about this little like lead that you got to try and hold off on. But I, I'm, I'm just being honest. You ask me, I'm not, not going to lie to you. Just because you super chatted, I'm going to tell you the truth. And I hope you appreciate that. I'd rather have Hurts and Kelsey. Dell, my wide receiver, and what are the odds? I'd say 70% in their favor. 70-75%. But that still leaves you 25%. That means you flip a coin. Um, 25%, you know, chance. That means one time out of that four, you could win this. So don't 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 uh don't fret. Dell, my wide receiver one going forward. Who do you got? Wide receiver two, Chase, Ridley, or Flowers? I'm gonna roll with Chase and then Ridley's your wide receiver three. Um, would I trade Chase? I don't know if you can still trade. I would potentially look to go get an RB like ETN. You know, a, a Pollard and a receiver. Made up for Chase. Dud rolled out Herbert Fields. Tank Amon Rob Brees. Bills up 183 to 132. And Swift left 9-2. and two, Clinched the division. Tank to the moon. Absolutely phenomenal. Andre. To the moon. Andre, so proud of you, pal. That's amazing, amazing, amazing news. Uh, Aaron with another super chat. Thank you, A.A. Ron. Appreciate you. Aaron says, two weeks ago, I traded Najee for Jaden Reed. Okay, second and a third one in my home dynasty league. Want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Look, Jaden Reed looked pretty good today. He looked pretty good today. There's a chance, and I hate to say this for Watson believers out there, because I still like Watson a lot, but there's a chance that's the... Jaden Reed's the number one wide receiver of the future there. But there's also a chance the number one, the elite wide receiver of the future, is not on the roster yet. So Watson, Reed, they're both very, very good. I don't really value second and third rounders um, too much, but I also don't know that I value Najee Harris very much. So I don't mind this at all. Not to mention Jaden Reed in Dynasty has got a whole lot different value uh, than he does in redraft. And in redraft, he's a pretty decent wide receiver 3-4. So I imagine in Dynasty... His value is probably a, you know a super high wide receiver three with upside. Hey Smitty, gonna be five and six. Kyler T. Law, Bijan Achan, Algier, Tyreek, Amon Ra, Debo, Ridley, traded Laporta and K9 for Tyreek before the game. Jeez, got him. Yeah, his name's Goals. Ghoul? Ghoul. Yeah, Ghoul. Ghoul, yeah. He uh he he basically stole someone's team. He traded uh hold on a second, guys. Is this the veto police? Okay, yeah. He traded Laporta. I know he's been slumpy. He's still good though, bro. You know, calm down. K9. I know he got hurt. I don't know if he's got Charbonnet. He probably this the, the this guy probably kept Charbonnet. He seems like that kind of guy. He's raking people over the coals. He completely lambasted somebody for Tyreek Hill. Cheetah. I know. Goal goals. He'll be he, yeah. He'll be here for he'll be here for another ten minutes. All right, later. Bro, you just blasted this man into a million pieces. I hope you're happy with yourself. I hope this friendship that you destroyed, I hope it's worth it, pal. 616 of you in here. 
punch the thumb up button, call into the phone line. Super chats are clear. Feel free to super chat again. You'll get immediate assistance with the super chat line cleared out. Fantasy Football Show phone call segment begins now. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the phone line. Christopher Smith phone line until somebody knocks him off the totem pole. Uh, guy has a what, a, what a... What is this super chat? Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Four, $430 super chat. 310 by Will Snipe City. Uh, $431 super chat and you basically probably will own the phone line. Tell you what, anybody knocks him off with a 431, you will be the sponsor of the phone line for the entirety of the year until someone knocks you off. And even if someone knocks you off, I'll keep you in the right-hand corner of that screen the entire year too just to celebrate you. Talk, Speak your name. Um, all right. Let's see here. Someone said that snitching. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't really do that, bro. I wouldn't tell on you guys. Pollard plus Ayuk for Diggs. And Ford. Uh, give me Diggs and Ford. Give me Diggs and Ford. I, I know Ayuk's playing well right now. And Pollard had a nice little kind of mini bounce back. But I still take Diggs and Ford. Diggs, Ford's playing well too. And I think Diggs will. Ethan the negative. You are you got 30. Smitty, uh, we were talking about uh, Dell at the draft. I moved mean, mm-hmm. my roster. I dropped him week up after week one to pick up right hey start start over start over my audio wasn't working okay say it again at the draft you what you dropped did you just say you dropped Dell? yeah i dropped them week after week one to pick up ford and kyron but i just traded uh lock it in order to get them i called you about it last time oh lock it for Dell, right and well lock it and hurts for mahomes and dell so, and, you know, I made it right, and it worked out for me this week. Yeah. And it got me a win, so. Yeah. Look, I, I think I think Mahomes and, and Hurts are, are, are equals. So, you, you made up for that. Yeah. You rectified. I think I even told you I smashed that trade, right? I think the chat was iffy on it, but yeah. I said smash the hell out of that to get Dell. You did great. You did great. Yeah, and you, I mean, you were right on Dell, you said, the whole year, you know, so. You just and wait, wait. I had A-chan, too, but I had to drop him because, uh. You know, injuries and that week one thing, you know, I got Ford and Kyron, so. Hey, look, I can't tell you that you made a bad move dropping Dell for Kyron. I I just would have dropped somebody else and you made up for it. You got him back and you got him back just in time, bro. So nice work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Smitty. All right, Ethan, later, bro. Uh, Rock out, Marsman rock out. What can I do for you, pal? Yeah, apparently... I should have went with uh, Chandler, but what do you think he's going to do uh, going forward, or is he going to be more Madison just because he's coming off the concussion? Chandler, uh, I don't know, bro. This is a, Let me look at this uh, game log because I'm blinking out on on his stats, but I got it right here. Uh, I, I Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there was moments where he looked he looked good. Like I watched Chandler, you know, on a couple plays, going, "Wow, this is a, this is a guy who runs hard." And I've always kind of liked him, but it seems like a messy yep. situation. Madison got 18 totes coming off of a game where he may or may not have played. 
So that that to me feels like he's not losing his job anytime soon. Dobbs also is kind of in part a running back by committee component here because he runs eight to ten times a game, it seems. So I think you're you're lucky that Madison got 18 carries if you have Madison and and Chandler probably feels like a eight to twelve carry guy. So that means he's got to get like he did tonight, seven yards a carry in order to be super, super, super ultra effective in the running department. But that doesn't mean like four for thirty-seven in the air. That seems like the kind of player that I think Madison caught one pass for minus one. I think because Chandler is capable of being the PPR guy. And so let's say Chandler has like 40 yards receiving and then he has like 35 to 40 yards. I'm sorry, 40 yards rushing, 35 to 40 yards receiving, three receptions. Like those those are pretty yeah. decent numbers if you're in a jam. But I don't I don't know that he's like going to project to be safer than we'll call it 9 to 11 points per game. Which isn't bad. That's if that's if things continue yeah. on the way that they are, though. Yeah. So yeah. so I like I like him. I'm I'm hopeful. Again, every time I see him run, I'm like, wow, he runs hard. He runs seven yards carry. He was nice. Nine to nine to twelve nine to twelve and, points a game PPR. And um, like the same game, I basically lost Burrow and Walker, and I'm still projected to win by like thirty. Yeah, who who's your backup QB? Uh, I made I made a trade for Ferguson for Purdy. Oh, nice, and uh, that's good. I wish you could have used him this week, though. Damn. Uh, but you're yeah, still, that's you're, the but you're still gonna win, so that's good. So Pur- Purdy, yeah, Purdy's decent, bro. Solid, top, top ten fantasy quarterback. I don't know where I'd put him, but definitely in the top ten to twelve for sure. You know, maybe eight to and twelve. I, you know. I, and then Ayuk came for me. I basically won like three players: Ayuk, Steve yeah. Brown, and the Cowboys defense. Yeah, bro, nice work. All right, Rock, call yeah, back, call back. It. Yeah, call back if you got another one. Uh, uh, cool. Theo from Illinois, thirty. Would you still trade Jamar Chase for HN? Because uh, I can if if you think that's good. I think the game has changed, my guy. This is driving me nuts. This picture frame is not centered. Um, I I think so that don't do it. I think now you need to get more. You need to get more value. I mean, he, you don't even know the dust hasn't even settled yet. What if he's out two to three weeks? What if he's out four weeks? What if he's out no weeks? We we don't know. You could trade on the on the the what if he's out no weeks? But like, why would you do that? You need to get more. If you were to make this trade, you have to get something significant here. I don't know what it would be. You could tell me who they have. But you can't do this straight up right now. It doesn't matter how how excited we are if HN does end up playing. I think there's a decent chance he plays next week. But based on the news, it seems like there's a decent chance. Again, for anybody that missed it, this report right here makes it feel to me anyway, and this is early, the dust hasn't even settled yet, that Mike McDaniel sat him as a precautionary measure and A-Chan wanted to return to the game. A lot of people are going to be jumping ship on A-Chan, bro. Like, jumping off and not even looking at where they're jumping. So there's an opportunity to buy him, no doubt about it. But what can you get? Read off the, the players that are potentially on the table to throw into this deal. But you cannot give him chase now without something. Um, I mean, Ramadre, Puka. Puka. Um... Sure. 
Bro, I, I would trade Chase for A-Chan and Puka in a millisecond. That's, I would too, but I don't know if I could pull that off. Well, do you have something you could throw in that, that feels like paper tiger material and just be like, hey, what I'll give you, blah, blah, blah. And then you make it a two James for two. James Conner. Hmm. What if he ends up coming back and doing something, though? Is there somebody else? Um, JSN. Uh, yeah, I'd give. I mean, JSN's nice, but I give him JSN and Chase for H and Puka. I'd take that. And you're you're taking a gamble, bro. You're taking a gamble. You have to understand that. You know, it's a gamble. Like I, you know, I don't like. There's somebody in my Instagram comments. Just ridiculous the way people don't they don't take accountability for themselves. Like I can't predict everything. And maybe I'm wrong this week about H hand, just like I was wrong about Gibbs for four week, five, whatever amount of weeks it was. I can't control some things. And sometimes even the prediction that I think will eventually come true still doesn't even come true. But like everyone's got to take accountability for their own actions. I'm only here to tell you what I hope would happen and if I'm lucky, seventy five percent of everything that comes out of my mouth, every show is going to land. That's the nature of the prediction business when we're talking 50-50 calls, very close decisions. If I land 70% of everything I say on a show, that is a damn good show. And so I can only yeah, tell no. you that A-Chan... I'm first in my league. boy. And, and I can only tell you that A-Chan's got the potential to come back in week 12. And if I'm trading right here, right now, knowing what we know right this moment, it could change tomorrow. He could be out for the year tomorrow. They could be like, well, we thought he was good, but thank God we didn't send him in because guess what? His ACL was dangling like a, a split rubber band. And then we're like, what? How did they not know? And, and like, he's out. Like, that could happen. But for right now, with the information we know, I smashed the hell out of this trade. And if I've got to throw Connor in, maybe I even do it, bro. Maybe I even do it. I don't know. I yeah. just don't know what we're getting out of Jamar Chase. I don't know what Browning's going to do, and I, I don't sense it's going to be and anything more than saying. a Garrett Wilson. I, I think we got a Garrett Wilson on our hands yeah. in Chase. To a degree, he'll have a good game. I agree. 90 yards and a touchdown, it'll happen. But if if we were – just remember we were worried about Chase for a period of time with Joe Burrow in the lineup when Joe Burrow wasn't firing off. Yeah. Like, what does anybody think is going to happen now? Take H. Take H. Anapuka in a heartbeat. Yeah, no. I will try to pull that off. All right, bro. All right, thanks. Yeah, later. We're probably going to have a Jamar Chase video tomorrow. We're probably going to have one tomorrow. It's not going to be a good one. Sorry. This one's from XX60. My boy traded Kincaid. And Pacheco for ETN. Kincaid and Pacheco for ETN and Judy. I, I Look, I could get behind either side of this. I'd rather have the ETN. I'd take the gamble on the ETN side. But there is a remnance, you know, at, at least a, or a, a sign that, that the ETN could, situation could go either way. Because he's been struggling. Um, but he was on fire all year so I, I would take the chance myself because I, I i definitely love etn enough to maybe make that move but i um, mean it could go either way uh hang tight sebastian i'm almost there i just got to get these super chats out of the way real quick smitty i believe you missed my previous super chat says christian uh christian let's go looking for it pal um 
Christian, where are you at? Where are you at, Christian? Did you take... Maybe you took a potty break, Christian. I don't think I missed it. Let's see here. Super chat, super chat, super chat, super chat. Christian, I don't see another super chat from you, young man. Christian. Uh, no. I don't see it, Christian. I've got, like... We, we got a new dog. And I've got, like... I feel like I got, like, pet hair on my face. It's like... Can't get it out of my face. Um, and he doesn't even shed, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe does anybody live? Does anybody live with uh, a few uh, females where there's hair all over all the time? I'll, I'll be sitting here and I'll have a Miss Smitty here to sit, and I'll just be like, "And I got two daughters. It's it's. I'm just I'm covered in it constantly. I'll just be sitting there going, "What is that on my?" And I'll just pull this long hair about this long out of my shirt, and I I I'm I'm wearing it all day, and I know I feel something. And it's like, I, I don't, I need like a, a personal a vacuum that I can just turn on and just when I sit down, just kind of pull it all off. Um, I don't know who else here um, has that problem. It certainly isn't mine because I keep it tight. <laughs> it certainly isn't mine. I mean, I at times I see it, I wish it was mine. You know, a long lock or two wouldn't be bad. Maybe a tail. On the back, if I could grow it, I would. You know, I, I it's just now nowadays I'm. Does anybody want to see a tail? I could probably pull a tail off. If you guys vote, maybe that's what I do. We hit a certain super chat goal. <laughs> I'll rock a, I'll rock a shaved head with the mullet. <laughs> or, or I'll grow just a little. I'll just grow a little tiny tail right here, just off the top of my head. The thing is, as you get older. It grows slower. That's, it's, you know, hence why I shave it, because it doesn't grow as thick as it used to. The more I grow it out, the the more it doesn't doesn't match up. I just shave it now. It is what it is. You get older, you shave it. I, I feel like it looks good. I don't care about it. I, I don't mind the shaved look. Uh, I've always looked better that way anyway. The big full head of hair didn't actually do me numbers. Okay, um... I believe you missed my super chat. I didn't see it, bro. Now I see one. Here it is. Christian, I, I don't know if there was a... This is the only message that you had. I searched your name and this is the only one I had. So it must not have went through the first time. I apologize, but it didn't It didn't come through. Okay, here's here's Christian's new super chat. Thank you for dropping it. Smitty traded Gibbs and Collins and Judy for Najee, Harris, B-Rob, and Puka. What do I think? Uh, I wouldn't have done it. Uh, I think that Puka can be arguable against Gibbs in a way. You know, especially if Cooper Cup's out a while. But I love Gibbs enough and Collins is capable. I I would say, you know what, Cooper Cup's injury, this is probably pretty even. But I have a feeling you did this before the game, right? So the the fair market value was probably a little higher on on the other side. But this is fine. This is fine. Look, Puka, if Cup is out a while, Puka's going to the moon again. You know, I just, you know, Stafford got injured. How bad Stafford, you know, tomorrow, what kind of pain level is he in? Is he another hit away from being out for the season? You know, we're, we're really worried about Stafford. He's got the UCL. He continues to struggle with it. He gets hit hard. It's it's getting painful. He's playing through it. It's a pain tolerance issue, sure. But it's also getting worse and worse and significantly probably swollen. Um, so there is concern. I would say I would lean right now Gibbs Collins, but I don't think you're... I don't think you're crazy to make this move. B-Rob and Puka is pretty good. And if I could get the chat to vote on this one too. 
uh, yeah, hair everywhere. Ethan says, I got it everywhere, bro. It's it's like, there, and I don't even know whose it is. It could be any one of the three. I mean, li- little, little Smitty. Smitty number one. Uh, Miss Smitty, hair all over. I can't even tell who's is who at this point. Both long hair. Uh, little Smitty's got little short, you know, mullet going on. She's got, like, long hair here. It's getting right here. But in the back, it's just mullet. And so I find, those don't really come out. Those are strong, young suckers. They don't. They, she doesn't shed anything yet. She's she's got brand new head of hair. She doesn't shed much at all. So really don't find that anywhere. But you know we had a cat, we had a dog that shed. Now we got the little guy. He doesn't seem to shed. Um, Indy doesn't shed much. Five hundred eighty-four people in here. Two hundred thirty-six thumbs up. Hit that thumb up button for me if you would. Chat, can we vote on this one? What are we thinking here? We thinking Puka side or we thinking Gibbs side? Please vote. Please vote. Yeah, random hair in the yeah, there's random hair in the clothes all the time, all the time. Christian, thank you for the super chat. Uh, I would lean slightly Gibbs side, but I don't think it's crazy at all. If Cooper Cup's out for the year or something, it's going to be a even trade at worst for you. If he's out for the year, it could be a very, 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 very good trade for you. Um, traded Herbert, Kincaid, JJ, and Brees for Kelsey, uh, BRJ. Who the hell is BRJ? Brian Robinson Jr.? Is that who BR... I don't know about you, but I don't know, Elvis, if anybody else uses that. So I'd be I'd be careful. Your boy Spitty's going to see the Super Chat and not know how to answer it. BRJ, Brian Robinson Jr., I think. BRJ. And Dobbs. Then traded Swift and Collins for Gibbs and Musgrave. Swift and Collins for Gibbs. I like that Gibbs trade, bro. The first one traded Herbert Kincaid, JJ for Brees Hall, Kelsey. Wait, hold on. Traded Herbert, Kincaid, and JJ, and Brees Hall for Kelsey, Brian Robinson, Jr., Dobbs. I don't know about that one. That one feels a little... I don't know about that one. That first one, I don't know if I... I I might even like the Herbert, Kincaid, JJ, and Brees Hall side more than the Kelsey, Brian Robinson, Dobbs. But we'll have to see. I mean, it could be argued. But this other one traded Swift and Collins for Gibbs and Musgrave. I like that one. I like that one a lot. And uh, and Musgrave. Gibbs, Gibbs and Musgrave. 10, 10 PPR Hertz. HN, Adams, Diggs, Alave, Sharps. I didn't trust JJ, Swift, and Hall. I don't blame you. It's not like you made a bad trade. It, it's just arguable for sure. Kelsey I like a lot, but he's, he's also very, very injury prone. At this point, yes, he's going to be injury prone moving forward. And we're going to have to have a tough discussion about Kelsey walking into 2024. We are. I feel like he's distracted a little more than normal too. You know, does anybody? Does anybody? This is kind of like judgmental of me here, but does anybody else think he might miss an extra workout or two here and there? Does anybody think his mind might be slightly, slightly not on point lately? I'm just saying. We're seeing this man awfully distracted. Awfully distracted. Uh, 10 team PPR lost Burrow and K9. Got Stafford, Chase, AJB, Ayuk, DK, Pickens, JSN, Jacobs, Gibbs, Kyron, Sharps, Trades. Down 12 with AJB left. I think he'll be okay. But the Eagles D could score too, so we'll see. But I'd rather have AJB. I'd rather be down 12 with AJB then face that um, as for trades Kyron Gibbs Sharps I like it Jacobs if it's me I'm trading Chase away 
four digs. And then I'm letting it ride. I like that. And then and then maybe I'm trading Stafford and Jacobs for, you know, a Josh Allen or Mahomes has been struggling, but you've got to make this trade before the game kicks off. If he struggles again, it's a tough defense. Maybe he will. Then you trade for Mahomes. Um, Jacobs for Tua might not even be a bad move. I really think Tua's solid moving forward, but that's me. I, if I were you, I would trade Chase for Diggs. And we're going to have a video on that tomorrow. And, you know, there's some risk to it, but there's also some risk to not doing it. There's a risk to believing in Jamar Chase anywhere near Diggs's level. I believe the risk in believing in Jamar Chase being as good as Diggs going forward is riskier than, than banking on Diggs. Traded B-Rob and Sutton for Aaron Jones before the game. I'm sorry to hear that, David. Uh, we did hear, and I, I broke this earlier, that uh, the according to LaFleur and the staff, it is apparently um, thought to be not long-term, but that could still be a week or whatever. That just could mean they don't think he's out for the year. We'll know more tomorrow. 570 people in the building, 142 thumbs up. Uh, questionable trade. Commission trades Pollard and Deontay for Devontae Adams, Kyron. I don't, I don't know that that's questionable. I think to us, Big Tone, because we love Kyron and Adams so much, but the rest of the world doesn't necessarily love both Kyron and Adams near as much as we do. I don't think that's questionable. I think you can't stop trades like that from going through. I think you start stopping things like that from going through. You're injecting your own opinion into the matter, and you shouldn't be. It, but 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 it goes for the same way. If they if they shouldn't be able to block you from doing trades too, but once you start telling somebody they they gotta view Pollard and Deontay or Adams or Kyron a certain way, and you can't let someone say you know I like Pollard to be the best player in this deal. If you tell someone they can't like Pollard better than they like Adams or Kyron, that that then what are we playing for? You know what I mean? But this goes both ways. They can't you know block your trades either. I think that's garbage as well. I think it's all I think vetoes are all garbage. Where do you see Diggs rest of season? I think top five to seven. I really do. Or four to seven even. And that's why I'd trade him trade for him. There's risk involved, of course. All right, more phone calls, then we're gonna probably wrap it up pretty shortly here. Dial into the show. Call into the show. Call call, call into the show. Now, the phone lines are going to kind of get filled really quickly, so I can only accept so many people. So hurry up and dial in. I'll queue it up, and then I'm going to clear it out, and then we're going to be done for the night. We've been live for about two hours. Who else does a two- to three-hour wrap-up show on Sunday evenings? I don't think so. Nobody. The answer is nobody. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? Hey, it's Minnie, it's Amy. Oh, hold on one second. Let's do one one at a time here. Uh, so, uh, actually, okay. Amy, yeah, Amy, let's go with Amy first, and then we'll go with uh, we'll go with Sebastian. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. No, you're fine. There. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, so I killed it this week, man. Thank you so much. Nice job. Nice awesome. job. I yeah, I did Gibbs, Monty, Mandel, Lamb. And Barkley. Nice. So. Barkley tore it up. I think I remember your bar. Did you have a Barkley yeah. question? That was a tough one, but. Yeah, and I, I was, I was actually, I put him on the bench and then, like, probably about 12 45, 
I asked the question and you said Barkley, so I threw him on there. Uh, who was it between Barkley and who? I forget why I said Barkley. It was Barkley and Collins. Yeah, Nico. That, that, look, hey, hey, at the moment, it was like what Dell just did. Nico and Dell have been rotating doing so. Like, it felt like one of those questions. I'm just being honest. You know, even though I, I nailed it, I could pretend like it was such an easy decision. But yeah. had Nico done what Dell did, it would have been like, son of a B. You know, the fact that they, that, you know, right. any one of them could have 140 yards and a touchdown, those Houston receivers. But Barkley absolutely tore it up. You got to play him moving forward just because he's so capable. Uh, what can I help yeah, you with? Yeah, so I need help with the trade. I need help with the trade because I can't, I'm between trying to figure out between Gibbs and Dell, and I just got to do some kind of trade, if somebody will. And it's got to be enticing because nobody trades. Okay, hit me with the, so hit, hit me with team. the, Hit me with the idea. Okay, I got Gibbs. I, well, I, I don't have an idea. You want to trade? Okay, maybe I do. Okay. Well, I don't know who to go for. I was going to go for Achan, but now I'm like, ugh. Using Gibbs? Earlier today, Using but... Gibbs? No. Okay. No, no, no. Earlier I was debating, but now I wouldn't do that. That's just... Okay, give me your team and we'll, we'll come, come up with something. Give me your whole team. Okay. Okay, I got Tua. Gibbs. Monty, Lamb, Dell, Laporta, Barkley, Pickens, which uh, probably droppable, Collins, London, Rice, Hubbard, Higgins, and Brandon Cooks. And then Kyron Williams on IR. Oh, Kyron's coming back this week. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so to be quite honest, I don't know that you necessarily need to do anything um, – Bars. Why did I write bars? Bark. Really? Barks. I meant to write barks. Okay, so you got Barkley. You've got Gibbs. Those are your two RBs, really. I mean, Monty's there too, but I think Monty's who I'm going to recommend you move. Uh, Lamb. Lamb Chops. And, uh, and uh, oh, Kyron. So Kyron, Gibbs, and Barkley, I, I believe, are your three running backs. Can you start only three running backs? I can only start two, and then I've got a sweat. Okay. So we're going to use Monty as an expendable piece here. So Lamb and Dell, I'd lock those guys in. You could start two wide receivers in a flex or three wide receivers in a flex. I got two wide receivers, two running backs, and a flex. And a flex. Okay. So honestly, you don't necessarily need to even make a move. I mean, you've got good depth. It could cause a problem and dilemmas that you get wrong. But at the end of the day... um. I'd probably shop. Yeah, if somebody's injured, like if if Gibb gets injured, I got Monty. Monty, so I feel like I have a buffer. That's good, but uh, you know what I would do? I don't Th know. This might not be popular. It might be. I don't know. I'd probably say trade Monty and and try and shop Dell on the high, and, and that, that doesn't mean I don't love him. I, I love Dell, but Dell and Monty for like a Diggs. Um, Diggs is so doubted right now, and maybe you don't want to go that direction. You could, it, it, like, could he be a head case and just quit playing football tomorrow? <laughs> could he pull an Antonio Brown? He could, but I'd take that gamble. Right. Um, this was a tough matchup for Diggs. He was, you know, he was shadowed pretty heavily, and, and it was a tough defense. So, like, Diggs bouncing back next week would not shock me in the slightest. So, if you could get rid of Monty, I'd even consider Barkley. And Dell for Diggs. This is a trade that three weeks ago you would have been laughed at. Just absolutely laughed at. They would right. have, someone would have laughed in your face. And I think it's attainable right now. Would I would I maybe try and go after JJ? What's your record? 
I am six and five now. And what are the, what are the odds that you're going to make the playoffs? They're pretty good now because everybody that was five and five, they're all losing. Um, I would trade Barkley for JJ because Bark Barkley's not sustainable in this offense. He had a good day because the offense did well. I don't know that this is going to happen every week. So I would trade Barkley for JJ. Yeah, <laughs> Barkley for JJ. Barkley for Achan. Uh, Monty and Dell for Diggs. Maybe Barkley and Dell for Diggs. I would go after those two trades. You get and I'd, okay. and before kickoff tomorrow, I would try and trade Tua and let's say Dell or Tua and maybe. I'd trade Tua in your situation with your depth. I'd trade Tua and Monty for Mahomes or Hertz before the game kicked off. Okay. I, I like Tua a lot, but his you know his schedule is tough. I think that could be fine for him, but I it is kind of I still think Mahomes or Josh Allen. Okay, and then on so on waivers. By the way, I, there's um, Reed Spears. Should I pick any of them up and drop, like, I know that probably Higgins is out, right, with everything going on? Yeah, I mean, would I rather have Reed than Higgins right now? Yeah, especially with no Burrow and everything. Like, Higgins is kind of yeah. dog water and anyway. Um, Spears is probably the guy I would pick up because he feels very much like Warren. Everybody kept doubting Warren all year because he didn't have an opportunity. But Spears, if, uh, if old man Henry goes down, Spears is going to, vault up really quickly and they're going to want to see what he has to offer for next year so they'll probably run him a lot but yeah i'd probably make those moves all right i gotta grab these other ones real quick but okay, anything else real quick Appreciate it. yeah go after those moves jj no, that's it. jj barkley um uh Diggs barkley uh monty del barkley mahomes josh allen jalen hurts using tua and and even monty or tua and del okay all right thanks okay all right. Uh, yeah, you know what? Deontay's on there too. Okay. Yeah. You throw him in. You can throw him in too. That that's not a bad move. Okay. Appreciate you, uh, Sebastian. You you got thirty, Sebastian. Hi, I'm a nine and two, and our league is pretty top heavy. Only four of us make playoffs, and only pretty much us four do the trades. But my dilemma is, I have a lot of depth, and I don't know. If it's it is a good idea to trade to people who are also in the playoffs. I just had uh, four running backs score over 17 points, and I have JJ coming back. <clears throat> what should I do? I mean, give me your give me your dilemma. Like, give me your give me your players. Um, Goodbye. I have uh, Monty and Gibbs. Uh, I have Pollard, Singletary, Charbonnet, Keaton Mitchell, Beers. That's my running back stable. So I don't think I even want to move them just because of how many of them are going down. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Look, would I trade Singletary on the high? Absolutely. Like, so if I can pull something off. Don't worry about your opponents. Worry about bettering your team. If your team... If your trade if your trade makes your team better, that's all you need to worry about. Don't, don't start guys based on your opponent. That's playing scared. That's playing defense. Play offense. You know, somebody's starting... Oh, he's starting mm -hmm. field, so do I start DJ Moore? Or how do I try and chase him? And you know, bring a, a a stick to a to a sword fight. What? Oh, that that wasn't me. Uh, Mal Malik, mute mute if you could, pal. I know that's not Draven. All right. 
Everybody mute if you're on the phone or I disconnect you. All right, Sebastian, trade Singletary. Yes. Trade Singletary if you can. I don't know Would if you, you can. Do it with Waddle? Would I trade him for Waddle? No, no, with Waddle, who would you oh. uh, want to aim for with Waddle? Bro, I don't, I don't even know who you could get at this point for, for that. Waddle and Singletary, I mean, could you try and get a – you're not going to get a Diggs, but shoot, I'd try for a um, – I'd try for a JJ. I'd try – I'd even contemplate – like Puka. I'd trade for Puka using Singletary and Waddle. I don't even know if you can get that. Um, Boy, I don't know. What about Smith if he blows up? I mean, if he blows up, you won't get him. If he doesn't blow up, maybe you can get him. And I probably would take Devonta Smith over that. Um, Waddle. Talk about with Devonta Smith. What do you mean Singletary with? Singletary and Smith. If he blows up tomorrow. Oh, you have Devonta? Who do you aim for it? You have Smith? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, Singletary and Smith for Diggs. All right, I'll try that. All right, later, Sebastian. Appreciate you. All right, now we'll go to Malik. Thank you. Hey, how you doing? What's up? What can I do for you, pal? All right, I got a question. I'm trying to make a trade in my league. It's 12-man full VBR. All right. Uh, it got accepted, but I'm not sure if it's going to get vetoed because they veto a lot of stuff in there. I'll send Pittman for B. John Robinson. What do you think? Pittman, and it got accepted, you said? Yeah. Um, I'd rather have Bijan. I'm not, I, I don't want to like say that in a way that like is disrespectful because Pittman could, can you know, he could deliver and like, I get it. He's got some value and a lot of people like him. So I'm not trying to like, but I just think the, the upside, I'm going to, I'm going to have two videos this coming week that I want everybody to prepare for. They'll probably be, they'll probably be premieres. So they'll have some production value to them. They won't just be a live stream. They'll be independent videos. One's going to be on Bijan. One's going to be on Jamar Chase. And one's going to be sell. And one's going to be buy. And I'm sure you can imagine which one is which, right? Um, Definitely. Bijan's a great go-get player. I hope they don't veto this to you, uh, from you and take this, this victory away from you. Could I see a commissioner doing that? Yeah, but why in the hell... Does a commissioner or anybody have the right to tell you and command you to value Bijan over Pittman? It makes me sick when people veto things like this. Do I like the Bijan side? Absolutely. But veto makes me sick, bro. Makes me sick that somebody's telling you how you need to value, how you both need to value. You're so dumb that you you tip Pittman. This guy let let this guy think Pittman's better. Maybe Pittman will be better. What if somebody what if somebody vetoed Walker for Tank Dell last week? We laughed at that. Look at Draven. Draven's on the phone right now. Draven got Tank Dell for Walker. And and while he should have got more and he should be ashamed of himself for not getting more, if if we would have vetoed that trade, which we wouldn't have, if we were in charge of, of this trade, like as a community, we would have said, Draven, we're not vetoing it. We don't veto trades. You're a grown man. You get to do what you want. And if we would have vetoed that, he would have not had Tank Dell score a boatload of points and he would have lost Walker. And then what? Is the commissioner going to reimburse you for your league entry mm-hmm. fee? I don't think so. So if this gets vetoed, you call me back with your commissioner on three-way and I'll have a talk with him. But Bijan, uh, I, say well. I, I think he did well, bro. Bijan to the moon. I hope, you, hope it stays. Let us know. Call us back and let us know if it stays. Later, bro. 
Right. Uh, Draven. You know, coming off my big win, you know, I'm feeling good right now. I told my fantasy team, I said, take a break. I don't want to see you guys till Wednesday. And then I get a notification of a trade. And it's funny, nobody wanted to trade with me. Nobody wanted to trade with me. I had to give up my whole team for a bag of chips. Now that I got a win, they want to come and trade with me. You know, they don't want to see me win. Now they want to come and trade with me. But let me tell you this trade, okay? Pittman for Addison. I was thinking about it. I said, I may do that, but I wanted to call and give your Smitty approval on it. Let me ask you a question, Draven. And I, I, this is not to say that, 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 that Addison is bad. But what did Addison do today? You know, not a lot. Okay. So Addison, and this is this is a chat right now where some people have said they'd rather have Pittman over Bijan. When I just got through saying that I think it's ridiculous that somebody would veto that, right? So I obviously view this as a, a, a Bijan versus Pittman as a, a understandable you're on either side, but like I'm going to ride the, the Bijan side to the dark side of the moon, which there's no dark side of the moon, by the way. It's it's the other side of the moon. It's the unseen side of the moon. The dark side of the moon faces the sun. Okay, so it's kind of a misnomer. But anyway, my point being that if I think Pittman is a little bit arguable in, in the in the if someone's had a little too much to drink in the Bijan conversation, this guy that just dropped thirty three and forty four and zero touchdowns, and then the week prior didn't really do you know. He did. Go, he did okay. He hasn't done what we thought he'd do as the lone guy in Minnesota while waiting for JJ to come back. Josh Dobbs has been fantastic, but he hasn't necessarily laser locked on him. I don't know why you would want him over Pittman. I guess is what I'd say. But it's arguable. Could either one of these guys pop off? Sure. I don't think this is a vetoable trade. I more so wonder how the hell you went from retiring about six days ago. To now being as active as I've ever seen you before, Draven. You're just an active trade machine. God did. All right, Draven. God did. All right. Anything else, Draven? God did. No, I just wanted to say, like, I feel so good about this win, man. And I can't wait. Everybody doubted me. My wife almost left me. But you know what? We are back, and we are winning. And we're going to continue to win because I have faith. You're married? I had to trade my I thought you lived with your mom. I had to make a big move, and I did it. You're married? I thought you lived with your mom, bro. Well, she, we both live in the basement. My mom's upstairs. She's uh, telling me to be quiet right now. You know, I don't want to get in trouble. (laughs) both Okay, it makes sense. All right, tell her to get that meatloaf. Can I hear a give me that meatloaf now? Yell it. Give me that meatloaf, mama. Give me that meatloaf, baby. <laughs> Shout out Denny. Denny to the moon. All right. Jeez. Mars man, rock out. Uh, Superfish gifted 10 exclusive memberships. Superfish, appreciate you dropping that. To the moon. Uh, Mars man, rock out. What can I do for you? Yeah, what's your thoughts on love? You seem to be able to get stay consistent or be up and down like it's been all year. Uh, Love did deliver, and I think Love has had moments where he's delivered this year. So I, I think when people say Love can't, you know, uh, 
provide fantasy production in this offense. I, I don't know. I think that's a lo- little bit uh, forgetful of what the moments he has had. But yeah, he went through a big drought. I think Love getting a touchdown in, in the direction of Watson today was nice, and, and having Watson finally pull one in. They've been he's been sending them two or three a game. It's just they've been contested. Uh, Reed looks really really good. Um, I think the 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 key part here is if Aaron Jones, if A Jones is out for a significant amount of time, this is going to be very concerning moving forward. If Aaron Jones plays next week then I'm feeling pretty good. Not great, but pretty good about the situation as a whole. Like, uh, if anybody lost Burrow and loves your quarterback, it's not bad. Like, you, you 300 yards and two touchdowns. There's, there's hope for you. If Aaron Jones is out for, let's say, and they said it's not a long-term injury, but if he's out for, let's say, two or three weeks, and that's what they consider not long-term, we'll find out tomorrow, maybe the next day. Uh, then this is troublesome because this is a huge, huge um, asset in this offense that that keeps the defense occupied so that these guys can go get catch footballs and Dobbs too. So they, yep. they're they're all kind of eating today because you know things were in 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 a, in a groove. But you take you take uh, Aaron Jones out of the equation and you give a defense time to prepare for that. Because this team prepared for Aaron Jones, Reed, Watson, Dobbs. But when you give a defense an entire week to say, hey, there's no Aaron Jones, they scheme different. So that's where we've been in trouble. Yeah, and then also for New Orleans, you think it'd be better if uh, Winston was in over Carr? Yeah. For Olave? Mm-hmm. Let's just hope Winston gets his shot, bro. He deserves it, too. I, know. I mean, he's just a, he's just an air yard master. A lot, a lave in my in my mind. Um, if I, if I had to rank a lave on a wide receiver ranking, this is wide receivers rest of season. This is top five. Mm-hmm. This is so we'll, we'll say one, five, ten. I would say like a lave's down here. You almost can't even see him like. 12, 13, 14, 11. I mean, he'll dance around there. He could definitely dance like into the eight territory. Like a lot of it could be wide receiver seven or eight one week, but you won't see him anywhere near there for two more weeks straight. And he, he's outside the top 12. He's outside the top 12 of car. It sucks. It is what it is, but he's borderline. That that means if you're at 12, you're a wide receiver one. If you're at 13, 14, you're a wide receiver two. You're a high end wide receiver two. He's at 14, 15. He's a wide receiver two with Derek Carr. With Winston... And, and while people might want to crap on Winston and say, oh, Winston's not a good quarterback, we're not talking about whether he's a great quarterback. We're talking about whether he can deliver the ball and throw enough to feed this man, Chris Olave, air yards. Chris Olave, the moment Winston got in, his first throw, touchdown pass touchdown. to Olave. First throw, touchdown pass to Olave. What does Winston give this man right here? Air yards. What was, as a rookie, Alave, when Winston was in the lineup in the beginning part of the season for a handful of games, it wasn't just one game, what was Alave first in the NFL as a rookie in air yards with Winston under center? Winston then got injured, uh, didn't finish the year, and so Alave had to learn his short game. He wasn't such a deep threat anymore, and he developed, and it was kind of nice. So you break your right arm, and you're forced to use your left arm, you get really good at your left arm. Then when your right arm's healthy, you can do all kinds of different things that you couldn't do. This was good for Alave's development. He learned how to play the short game. 
He was already really good at the long day, long game. And so we thought Carr would come in and, and gunsling like he did in Las Vegas, uh, like he's done in the past. Yep. And, and Adams and, and, and Carr did really well in, in, that, in that pitch and catch deep ball air yard category. So Carr was a very good quarterback on paper for for Olave, but it hasn't worked out that way. So if we can get this guy, Chris Olave, to get Winston, my whole point of this is this ranking you can't even see on my on my board here. He climbs up into this, I would say, like 12 to 9 territory. Like Olave is back in the 9, 10, 11, 12 ranking for wide receivers going forward. And that's really good. That means like multiple games in the next five, he'll finish in the top 11. Like that's how good Olave could be with Winston. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I just don't yep. know. I just don't know if they're gonna they're gonna play him. I don't know. It seems like Carr's got this benefit of the doubt type of thing going on, and I just don't know. All right, rock out. Maybe I gotta... we get a Thanksgiving present. <laughs> Maybe. All right, rock out to the moon. Appreciate you. All right, go. All right, let's let's uh let's hit it. Let's hit it. We are we are closing in on the end of the show. Eric dropping a $20 hauler. Eric, I'm sorry. I just saw this. Alert. Super chat alert. Eric, my man. Thanks to your advice, I've made some massive trades, and I'm sitting at 8-4. and four. Los Mandrews. Mark Andrews rolling with McBride Musgrave now. McBride's fine. That's good. Musgrave I like too. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Chase Adams, Devonta Smith, Garrett Wilson, Gibbs, Bijan, JT, Camara, Warren, Herbert, Kyler, T-Law, Dynasty, Superflex, 10-Man League. Man, I think you meant to write 10-Grandma League. That is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm trying to sell one of your quarterbacks. Like, I mean, it's nice to have Kyler and Herbert. Uh, oh, it's Superflex. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Stand down. Stand down. Keep keep them quarterbacks, bro. Keep them quarterbacks. You're looking good. You got three really good quarterbacks. JT, Bijan, Gibbs. I'm keeping Garrett Wilson because it's Dynasty, bro. You just wait it out. Devonta Smith. Uh, maybe I'm trading Adams on the high with Warren for just like an ETN, you know? Go ETN shopping. Go HN shopping. Warren and Adams for HN. Um... Past that, I, I don't know that I really... Your team's so good. I don't know if I get caught up in getting all these younger players that I think could last long and sustain, then you miss out on winning now. You'll be playing for second place. you got so much youth and depth anyway, and you're probably going to continue to fall into it the way that you manage and draft and all that and trade. I would just try and win with this team too. I don't know that I'd be so worried about getting rid of Hill before he gets tool. I'd just probably ride this sucker out, bro, because you got you got enough depth to go around. I, I'm not touching much here other than maybe trading Adams and Warren. And even though I like Warren a lot, Adams and Warren, because you don't need them to try and get that 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 either future draft picks or, you know, may, maybe you even trade Herbert using Adams or using Warren to get Mahomes or Hurts before a game kicks off or Josh Allen. You know, because you could still upgrade a quarterback. I like Hurts a lot, but there's there's three quarterbacks that I would trade Hurts for. I'm sorry, Herbert for. Noah, would you trade Hall for Achan and Warren? Yes. 
even with the information we have now, which is he might be okay, I would still take A-Chan over Brees Hall right now. But there's that's risky. I mean, you got to be okay with that risk. I'm telling you right now, tomorrow morning it could it could be bad news. But for what what we know now, it seems like it's going to be good news. Hey Smitty, thinking of trading Monty for Herbert and DK. Uh, I'd rather keep Monty. He feels safer. But I wouldn't like, I wouldn't say it's take a lot material or anything. It's preference, really. I mean, DK played great, but. I don't know how you feel about DK long-term. I'm a little worried that he'll stay consistent. Plus, you know, Gino's got to stay healthy, and he got banged up, and kind of see how he is. Would you trade for Puka if Cup is out long-term? Absolutely, Noah. I don't know what I would give up, but I'd certainly be in the Cooper Cup business, and I'd be buying now before you wait on that news. Because as soon as that news comes out, Puka's value takes a, a big spike upward. Would you trade for Puka? Oh, that's the same one. This one's from Asan. 10 team 5 and 5 PPR Burrow uh now Russell Wilson Kyron ETN Pacheco okay I like those RBs actually bro very crafty Madison Foreman DK Pittman Dell Deontay Johnson Kelsey QB upgrade uh yeah I mean but you gotta you gotta maybe you got wide receiver concerns too I mean they're okay Pittman and DK and Dell are good but like, would I would I be using? Would I be looking to get a Diggs using DK and Deontay? Probably probably rather do that and roll with Russ than, unless you can get Deontay and Russ turn it into Tua. Deontay and Russ turn it into a quarterback around that territory. But it's gonna be hard to trade for a quarterback. I'm just telling you right now. I don't know. You'd have to you'd have to get rid of a maybe a maybe you use Pacheco and Russ to get a quarterback upgrade Tua or above. And Russ ain't that bad though right now. It's all, but I would I would personally roll with ETN and Kyron and trade Pacheco and Russ for a better quarterback. Then I would use potentially DK and Deontay or DK and Pittman to try my best. Maybe DK and Pittman. Maybe DK Pittman and Deontay for for a, a, a Diggs or potentially Pittman and Deontay or Diggs. I'm sorry, Deontay and DK for for Puka. Past that, I mean, you're pretty, you're pretty well, I think, you know, put in a box in terms of what you can really pull off without dismantling the other pieces that I like on your team. Tommy DeVito, front runner for Rookie of the Year. Let's go, says Hoosiers. <laughs> Maybe he can get his own place, um, like Draven. He lives with his mom. And uh, hey, I'm not, I'm not making fun of that setup, you know. All right, guys. Uh, appreciate you all. Thank you for dropping the super chats. We had Eric Ordonez dropping a twenty wad. I had uh, who else dropped a twenty? I Haney dropped a fifty wad on screen. Um, you guys are absolute monsters. Appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for calling in. Everybody that called into the phone line, you absolutely rock. The fantasy football show is 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 here for you pretty much every multiple times every single day. I don't know that there's a day we've ever not live streamed. You know. If I've ever taken like a whole day off of live streaming that graveyard shift. So this show is here for you pretty much 365 and usually multiple t- multiple streams per day uh, at least, right? And then on top of that, live whenever news breaks. So if you're new to the channel, you found your new home, there's no, oh, I wonder when they're going to have more content out. Every single day we do a live stream. Every single day we do one or two live streams, sometimes three. 
and and you're going to get some uploads in in the off season is coming and there's more content in the off season than the in season but i'm going to do a uh, two two premieres this week jamar chase Bijan, get ready for him appreciate you thank you for watching the week 11 recap show i'll see you all tomorrow Live Monday through Friday and whenever big news breaks and also live during Graveyard Editions. Don't forget, we'll be doing underdog fantasy drafts for week number 12. Drop uh, or click this link right here. I'm going to drop right now. Underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. They'll double your first deposit up to $100. So hit that link now. Prepare, sign up. That way you're not scrambling to get in later. Code Smitty does the same thing as the link. The link's in the live chat. I just dropped it. The link's in the description of every video in case you're watching the replay. Uh, but please sign up now. They'll, it's a minimum of 10 bucks, and they'll double your first deposit all the way up to $100. We'll be drafting probably tomorrow. Noah, last second super chat, trying to slip it in there. Noah says, would you trade Mixon? If so, what running back? For what running back or wide receiver? You're not gonna have a you're not gonna have a hard you're gonna have a hard time trying to get a, another running back. People usually don't. Tra- I mean, Achan injured. If you want to take a gamble, um, Etn. If you want to take a, a, a little uh, perceived drop, but you know I like Etn. Etn. If if you could pull off a running back tr- move or Kyron, those would be the three running backs: Kyron, Etn, maybe Bijan or Achan. So I guess there's some opportunities there for sure. But I think you're going to find more success going across position and giving somebody a running back in a scarce position, my guy. Scarcity of the RB. You trade away Mixon and you get the Cooper or the Pukunakua. You trade away the RB, maybe even a little bit more, and you get Stefan Diggs. Appreciate you. Hold on. All right, Draven, Draven, we're trying to get out of here, bro. What is it? Hey, I just wanted to know if you wanted a piece of meatloaf, and uh, no, I just wanted to see you're the best. And no, thank it, you for everybody. You know, yeah, we got this dub, got this big win. I appreciate, I appreciate you. you this is this is partially why I don't have a peel box because I almost guarantee you, if you had my peel box, you'd send me a rotten piece of meatloaf in the mail. If you want it, Smitty, that's, I just wanted to call and see if you wanted. No, it. I'm you know, good. A, thank you. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. I'll see you all later.